happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Post Thanksgiving Cowboys episode, Hammer Time again. Back with your boy, Chris Rios, Real Stun on Instagram and Twitter. Real Stun, always stun, never fun. Guys, we are back in action with some familiar voices and some familiar characters recording on what will eventually become Thanksgiving Day. Now, this is the second half to the Thanksgiving episode we had about the Cowboys and what they mean to us all. And uh, thank you, everyone, for checking that out, being a friend uh, and uh, telling a friend and getting that out there to everyone. I love it. Everyone who supported us all year round, as squishy it is, as it is, I will be for three seconds here. I am <sighs> thankful for you. But, guys, seriously, though, I appreciate you all coming back out here. We got business to get back into. We don't have fucking time to be weird. We don't have time to be squishy today, no matter how squishy Tovar is. And with that being said, I have Tovar, the Jose Tovar, once one of the hottest gamblers in the game, now scrapping for dear life. But, hey, he's always grinding. He's always pushing. He's competent, ambitious, and ready to roll. My LB and longtime roommate, Jose Tovar, thanks the fuck for coming back, man. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Let's just get this out the way, okay? Nobody gives a fuck about Thanksgiving, okay? We're all just waiting. We're just waiting for this holiday to end so that we can start the real fucking holiday. And that's Christmas, baby. It's no the holiday cares. season. No one cares about Thanksgiving. No one wants to hang out with their family and start saying about thankful uh, stuff nobody uh, does uh, it's a lie everyone right. hates each other everyone can't stand the sight of seeing each other at the kitchen table it's all a lie no thanksgiving is literally just christmas without presents and that's awful that's lame that's lame that's, that's very lame so, well and, and and with that all being said tovar hot take off the back Bah humbug straight from Tovar. You heard it here, straight on the airwaves. <laughs> Anyways, thanks Tovar for being back, man. Love you, love you, glad to be here. Um, and next, someone I'm always glad to squeeze in on the show whenever he's not busy doing his own over on Let's Just Talk About the other host in back-to-back episodes, none other than longtime friend of mine, Jeffrey Burtis. Thank you for being Whoa. here, man. What's happening, man? You know, oh, so weird to be so weird to be in here. Thank you for having me, first of all. And Tovar, quit being a Scrooge. People love Thanksgiving. People like stuffing no, themselves. They don't, dude. They're just People lying. Love just devouring food and just get, getting off their exercise routine and start being just a fat ass. Basically, it could, yeah, Jeff. No. Jeff so Tovar hates everything that people like. Everything from I can tell. <laughs> everything from turkey dinners and love with your loved ones to no candle one wax during turkey, sex. Bro. You know, whatever. No whatever we, ain't about, we ain't talking about that right now. No one likes <laughs> turkey, man. It's all or, fucking scam. It's a it's scam. It's the it's turkey. All it's all. It's all big. They like talk about big pharma. It's all big it's all turkey big manipulating. It's, it's all big, big, no, turkey big turkey companies manipulating turkey us business. to buy turkeys. One oh, time a year, the most dreadful of turkeys. What happened to the Tovar that used to play in fantasy? The one I actually could tolerate. What's going on here? Man, corporate turkey you know, America. You know. You know. You know what happened? Reality, bro. Reality. Yeah. Huh. You call this reality? It sounds like you're being a Scrooge. Jesus. Ooh, Scrooge. Scrooge. I'm just Scrooge. I'm just speaking. Scrooge. I'm just Scrooge. I'm just saying what the what the public's too scared to say. I'm the people's well, voice. I'm the like, people's un- un- Unpopular opinion. 
I'm the people's Thanksgiving fan. Sucks. Thanksgiving sucks. The, the, the people's champion. I'm yeah. the people's champ. champ. Yeah, we can. Well, yeah, I'll leave that to you, Tovar. <laughs> that is so freaking. That is so freaking hilarious. Anyways, guys, we've got a fun, lighthearted show for you today. Thanksgiving. We're trying to help you make a little bit of money. Of course, like always, now our records, as an average, as a team, we are still floating above 500. Tovar is looking like a man on a mission, trying to grind himself back out of this 49 and some change range. But Tovar, I'm sure, I'm sure you're excited to get back into it and eager to make up for last week. Now, last week I went 500. What are you talking about? Right. Okay. Then the, the then the last month. I'm sorry. What are you talking um, about? I, I had one bad week where I went six games under 500. That was just one week. That's oh. basically why my records are low. All, so just listen, outlier listen, bad. Listen to the to the radio wave audience out there. Okay. Every week I've been over 500 or at 500. Okay. I'm your money maker. All right. I'm the cash oh. cow here. And I've only had one bad week, and that was literally right. the worst week for gamblers out there. I think that was a game where the Bills got the Bills lost against the Jags and some other crazy shit that went on. Oh, but, that's, you know, that's the week where Josh Allen got sat by Josh Allen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've been you know, I've been a lock. For a, I mean, yeah, you know, and and to attest to that, I actually have some real stats here. Um, if you were to have bet a hundred dollars on every game Tovar has pitched on this show since we started this season. <laughs> All 70-plus games that he's predicted on this show, live on the air, you would only be down 180 bucks. <laughs> only down. Only down. That's not that bad, though. Wait, did, I mean, you, did, you, did you do all that math right now, or did you have this plan? Did you mean to sabotage me the whole time? I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll I'll leave that to the I'll leave that to the public. Oh I'll leave that to the public. Tovar, I, I think he set you up. He set me up. He set me up, Jeff. Hey, 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 hey. But that just means but that just means Tovar is due, everyone. Everyone knows that this shit goes in cycles. We're not picking the money line. We're not just picking winners and losers. That's what idiots do on ESPN. We go into the fucking trenches and we pick every game for you in an effort to do what no one else can, which is yeah, turn you what know, is... You know, you know what of, also comes in the full circle? Betrayal. I'm coming for you, bitch. Ooh, damn, I love that. Tobar coming with the heat. What I get into? With the heat. Tobar bringing the heat Man. today. Betrayal. Chris has betrayed me. He set me up this whole show. He 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 wanted me to talk about my record, and I did, and I and I got it. Hook, line, and sinker, bro. I'm a fish now, out of water right now. He got me a hook, and now he's 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 discrediting me. Well, guess I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get you hyped up so you're ready to roll. Tomorrow. Oh man, I'm gonna go over 500 this week, baby. Clock it. I'm gonna go oh, lock. Oh, lock. He's like I'm about to. He's like I'm about to sweep the board. Put put all my picks on a parlay. Make fucking 20k and come back to me later. Responsibly. Responsibly, of course, responsibly, candle wax responsibly. But that all being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Um, I have, uh, of course, we've talked a little bit about the Thanksgiving Day games yesterday, but they were mainly in the perspective of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I am lucky enough to have the vice president of the Trevor Simeon, Jameis Winston, MVP, Saints Super Bowl fan club here, <laughs> here in attendance. None. And that is Jeffrey Burtis. 
and uh, everyone's done and, it bad. And, you started this just to spite me, and I'm like, don't you do that? You just well, setting, like you told me, you see what he's doing? He's setting me up. I know. Brian, he's oh, setting everyone right. up. You're right. Happy I am set, you're right, folks. You know, mm-hmm. I am setting you up, Jeff, because you were just a general member, and I'm and I'm due to politics, I'm pushing you up the ranks to vice president. No, you're welcome, no, by the no, way. No, 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 I don't. I don't want it. I absolutely do not want it. <laughs> right i get now, it yeah you're, you're right it's it's reserved for saints fans anyway um but hey, my my, my hey, the question, how dare you? i'll just play it i'll just play <laughs> it but what i wanted to do is give jeffrey here a prominent well-versed like all bullshit aside very well-versed like someone i would actually very much consider with the label analyst jeffrey works in sports journalism has a history in sports media as well jeffrey i want to know what your team is is thinking going into this ball game. They're in a weird spot coming off a loss to the to the filthy Delphia Eagles. And I want to know what you think it's going to take for the Saints to get back on track because right now, currently, they're in a spot that they would be okay in if the you know, playoffs just started today. But they can they are not in a position to lose. It's starting to get very, very clogged in the bottom Correct. of the NFC playoff picture. Correct, because here's the thing. The Eagles game, that was a game I really needed the Saints to pull off a W in because these next two games are not going to be easy at all. These are two of, oh, the, no. two, of the, two of the top teams in the NFL right now. I mean, the, Bill, like, the Bills are coming in. They just took a, they took a loss. I don't know what the heck the Bills were thinking losing that last game, but hey. And also, injuries are really becoming a prevalent. Kamara, out for this game. Not happening. Mark Ingram, questionable for this game. I don't know if he's going to play. They're leading their starting tackle, Ryan Ramchip, gone for this game. And also their tight end, bum-ass Adam Troutman, injured reserve. So Jeez, injuries are – Yeah, he, Adam Troutman's a damn bum. If you have him on your fantasy team, <laughs> drop his ass because he's an absolute goddamn bum. I've seen better <clears throat> tight ends than my other job. Oh, Tim Tebow. All right. I've seen – yeah, I've seen Tim Tebow could probably be a better tight end than this bum-ass Adam Troutman. Damn. Tell me how you really feel, Jeff. I mean, I don't like Adam Trotman. I mean, every t- he seems like a liability. Jason Hill might play, but my bottom line is this. The, it, the offense is already pretty basic as hell. The re- receiving core is garbage. You, your running game is getting taking a hit on injuries. Your offensive line getting shambles. So offense, I mean, Trevor Simeon just loves the fourth quarter. I need him to love every quarter. I need him to show up every, like, the first quarter of the game. I need to see him set the tone and not wait till the fourth quarter to just wake up from a diabetic coma. And now that that leads into my issues on the defense side of the ball. If the offense ain't doing you much favors, the defense is going to – they're going to do everything they can, but eventually they'll break. And that's literally what happened against Philly. Philly just ran the ball down their throats because the offense didn't do them any favors. So yeah, this, this, this literally comes down to if the offense can get stuff going – and the defense can make plays. And here's the thing. Josh Allen, that, that Josh Allen was at one time a MVP candidate. He might still be, but hey. Oh, hell gotta, no. Not no he, more, buddy. Not anymore. I mean. Yeah, you know, not anymore. You got Stephon Diggs on the opposite of that. But the defense of the Bills, it ain't no joke. I mean, they may have choked out some games, but hey. You know, I don't know what to expect from the Bills. But the Saints, it all comes down to their offense. Be smart on third down. Just not turn the ball over, and just play fit and play efficiently, and they should be fine. But with all the injuries happening, I just don't see it happening. And also, this is the this is the week where they honor Drew Brees and probably retire his jersey. So maybe Ooh. they'll have a little spark in their ass. 
Mm. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I can totally see that personally. I think the Saints are going to come out firing. Um, but with the Bills just seeming to be – if it comes down to, to you know, whose back is more against the wall, I feel like it's Buffalo. But I have seen the Saints play well on Thanksgiving in the past. And, yeah. I mean, man, I mean, hell, they're, it's their home dogs of six. Yep. And this team and this Buffalo team has proven time and time again they can't cover these types of spreads. So I feel what, almost stupid going, taking the Bills, but man, what's going on with the Bills? Tell me what what the heck's going on with the Bills? I don't know, man. I think they're getting a little complacent. I mean, the, the, if, they, the if they're not too careful, I think the Patriots might take that division from them. Yeah, man. They have, and and again, that's another major reason why I think they're going to end up covering uh, the six points because of that alone. I mean, my God, I'm a Saint fan, and given the the Saints six and a half point favorites, that is too high. You take the Bills, take the Bills. Oh no, it's no, it's the the Bills that are favored. Bills, the the Saints, Saints are getting plus six points. You get Saints are getting Saints are getting the help of almost a full touchdown. Um, in that case, I think the Saints could cover. I really think they can because they don't they don't get blocked. In that case, I think that they can cover because it'll be closer than you think, but it just all depends on the offense for the Saints. Okay. I mean, if Trevor Simeon can – if Trevor Simeon makes good decisions and executes the ball well and the receivers can actually help him out, they'll cover. They should be fine. But as a win, a straight-up win, I'm not holding – I ain't holding my breath for it. Of course. Of course. That makes sense. Well, I mean, hell, I'm glad. I mean, you at least get to enjoy more Saints football on Thanksgiving. I think that's cool. Right. This, if the Saints would be a cool team to have more consistently, they might as well just go ahead and replace the Lions. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, I'm sure you're pretty, I'm sure you're pretty excited about it. I mean, it'd be a, it'd be a monumental win for them, a big win. So it's a win they need to have. Cause like I said, these nets too, between Buffalo and Dallas, they ain't easy. These are not – these are – this is probably the toughest challenge uh, all season for the same. Okay. Oh, so it's Buffalo here and then Dallas 10 days after? Yeah, it's Buffalo then – it's Buffalo then Dallas. Damn. That's tough. Holy that's shit. Like, Coming off of a loss to Philadelphia, that is not – That's why I need, comfortable. That's why I need that – I needed that win. But it's not happening, but hey. Hey, but hey, but in all fairness, if you win just one of those games, that's huge. I'll take it. I'll take one out of those two. If they got, if they somehow pulled off two both games, I'd be shocked. Yeah, that would be pretty bad, man. Honestly, I'm rooting for you. Um, I really, I really fucking am. I mean, uh, other, other, the only thing that would keep me not from the fact that I want to see Buffalo Dallas in the Super Bowl, I think it'd be cool as fuck to get a uh, digs on digs in the Super Bowl. I feel like they would just let each other score. <laughs> I don't know. It should be so. It just be so hilarious. But um, other than that, man, I mean, hell, we'll go ahead and move on to the Sunday games. Looking forward ahead again, as we can't sit here and dwell in the uh, in the limelight of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, even Wait, though Tobar hates it. it. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I thought you already picked on the. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you have a take on the game, I didn't want to focus too much right, on the so Thanksgiving well. games. But yeah, what do you got, Tobar? Oh, look. I got, I got, I got a secret to tell y'all. I know exactly what's wrong with the Buffalo Bills. You want to know what it is? Oh my God! Yeah, absolutely. What is Jeffrey, it, Jeffrey? Do you want to know what it is? I'm listening. They bought into their own hype. 
they all bought into their preseason hype. Josh Allen, they, he saw the tabloids. He was like, oh, my God, look at me. I'm a preseason MVP favorite. Oh, my God. Yes, am I really this good? You're not that fucking good, dude. You're not you're that not guy, pal. Good. You're not even, that guy. Even, even if they went to the AFC Championship against the Chiefs, believe me, last year they were a good team. This year, they're not. They're bought into their own hype. They're overrated. And the record shows it. At this point of the season, the record is – directly representative of who they are they're not that good mm. and that's why the saints are going to cover a six they are wow. who we thought they were wow so, so far, do you think do you think the patriots catch them oh yeah for sure do patriots with bill oh, belichick oh, and that defense for sure wow thank god jacob is not here <laughs> wow my god that's 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 bold that's a that's pretty bold. Tour. Are you willing to lock? Are you willing to lock that? Lock uh, that in. You know what? I haven't done a lot of locks on this show. How how many appearances have I made, Chris? Like four, five, six. Uh, I believe this is actually dead ass. I think this is like your sixth episode. And I haven't done a lock yet, right? Nothing that's just guaranteed. No. Oh well, let's fucking go. Let's guarantee this shit. Lock it in the bank, man. That the Patriots will win the division or that the yeah. Saints will win this ballgame? They will, ball they will win like the division. Patriots, Patriots will win the division. Wow. Not only is Jacob – I mean, I'm sorry. Not only is uh, – well, Jacob's going to be very happy. But <laughs> not only not only is Tovar going with a lock, but he's locking in something that has plus odds. Um, that's insane. Um, wow. I'm here in to fact, win money. the division. So when the division, I'm here to make you guys money, baby. That is super pimp. And actually, for just to do everyone out there a favor, right now I'm taking a look at the current odds. And right now, as they stand, Buffalo is the favorite at minus 132. That means a $132 bet will profit you $100. New Mm -hmm. England is a second-place dog at plus 113. Now, so if you bet $100, you win $113. You bet $1,000, you win $1,113. So do it that way you will. It's a little bit more than double your money, but Tovar is calling it a lock right now on the show. Tovar, if you lock this in, man, if you if you hit this bitch, we're going to clip this and we're going to promote the fuck out of this. We're going to we're going to you're, you're going to become famous. All right. Oh, I know. I'm going to be worldwide, baby. Promises delivered. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> that is so That is so funny. I like it, man. That's so pimp. But, uh, hey, for realsies this time, moving on to the 12 o'clock games on Sunday again, looking ahead. We can't sit here and dwell on Thanksgiving, no matter how much Tovar loves Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> we're looking at Sunday. What a scam. <laughs> right. <laughs> a, ho- a holiday we stole from people that we stole everything from. But uh, uh, that's another podcast, bro. That's no, that's, no, no. We, we talked, we talked about it yesterday on the show. I was talking about how funny it was that, like, not only that, like, did we jack a holiday and then like mock them with it, but we decided to mock Native Americans by like scheduling Cowboys versus Redskins for decades. Oh yeah, football team. <laughs> yeah, like how fucked up is it that the Cowboys beat up on a bunch of engines on Thanksgiving Day? 
That's so fucked up. In fact, I knew that the Washington was going to change their team name once they stopped scheduling that game. In fact, Jeff, the last time that that had that game happened, it was that RG three game in Dallas back whenever uh, we back yeah, whenever when we RG- were back when we were working at Rave actually like eight yeah, years when ago. RG three went on a tear went on a tear that one season and then he got injured and then his career kind of no yeah. Exactly. I, I knew you'd remember that. I remember working at Rave that day and like game casting it on my phone and being like, man, I hate this shit. I'm never working at this fucking place again. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. I, like, I can't, I can't miss Cowboys for minimum wage. I'm not doing this ever again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sunday's game. So we're starting off with a pretty interesting matchup. It's an interdivisional matchup that people have been looking forward to for a while. Um, Steelers are going into Cincinnati. Cincinnati is trying to get their shit together again. They're coming off of a hot win against the Raiders. And the Steelers have been actually taking it kind of cool. In fact, if I recall, they're coming off of a bye week post-tie against the Lions. The Bengals are at home the favorite, minus four and a half points. Hmm. I don't know, Tobar. I'm taking the Steelers. Taking the Steelers. Okay, so Tovar is taking plus Steelers plus four and no, a half. That ain't Tovar. That's me. I'm taking the Steelers. Oh, Jeff. I'm sorry. Okay. Steelers. Plus plus four and a half. Tovar, you are too? Uh no. No. Um I don't know how to treat the Bengals. Like my thing is I don't trust the Bengals in real big time situation. Like a real Same. like same. That's why I'm I'm taking my faith at the Steelers. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Steph. As I'm watching this Warrior Warriors Philly game, we ain't talking about that right now. Same, Jeffrey. I have the same doubts about the Bengals as you do, but Steelers just cannot move the football, dude. They are well. I they moved. It, they moved their last game, right? Like late in the game. I'm taking. I believe the Steelers are going to get at least one interception. Okay, that could Damn. be one. One four and a half dogs, though, Chris. Four and a half. Four and a half. So if it's a field goal game, Steelers win. Yeah, I'm taking Steelers here on the road. I'm taking the dog. Okay, taking the dog. Yeah, I'm not um, happy about it though. I really don't know. Because I kind of want I, I want to trust that the Bengals are running running to form and making a good playoff push here, but mm-hmm. they're just too much of a young team for me uh, to trust them at a at a premium at a preview at a pretty premium game for them because they need to win this so they can keep track of the Ravens at the top of the division. Everybody's trying to keep track. Same thing for the Bengals, though. The Bengals are six and four, only one game back, which is actually why I'm taking them. Now, I think that the Steelers could easily cover. Again, I don't love this game. If I'm going to call it like a on the locks on the lock scale from one star to five, just like a one star lock. Like I don't really, I'm not super, I'm not super excited about it at all. Like I think the Bengals, like at the end of the day, with the Steelers, the way they win, which is like great special teams and timely defense. And right. And, you know, they I mean, they've had two games that they basically won now because of block punts, by the way. So, like, let's remove two block punts from the Steelers season. They're three, six and one. So let's just think about that for a second. The Bengals are only a game back of Lamar. They know that they can beat the Ravens. They've done it before already, and they hope that they're back on track. 
They're six and four. They're right there in the mix. I don't know. Give me the Bengals. I think they'll go. I think their offense might show out. This will be a cool showing for them. Joe Burrow and fan and friends need it. Um, I don't feel great about it. Four and a half is still a healthy amount of points. Um, it's an ugly amount of points. I don't normally like doing this. I either usually take the favorite or the money line dog because I don't think it's enough points to matter long term. But yeah, I'll go ahead and take the Bengals there. Moving on to the next game, we have Tampa Bay who is going into Indianapolis, okay, where the Colts find themselves as home dogs by three points. Now, the Colts, of course, are on a roll, not necessarily because of their quarterback, Carson Wentz, but because of the running game and Jonathan Taylor. The Buccaneers finally got a resurrection win um, against a team that uh, probably would lose to Alabama um, and the Giants. Uh, The Buccaneers, again, only favored by three. They haven't seen a spread this small in a while. Man, man, oh, man. I want to take the Colts so bad, but I feel like this is a trap. Well, with that all Here's- being said, I'm sticking with the Colts. They they feel right now, they feel invincible. I'll buy into some of the hype that I've seen on these HBO Max uh, uploads about what's going on. Uh, you hard know how knocks. they're doing hard knocks, right? Like in season. I'll buy into yeah. some of the hype what the coaches have been talking about, man. I mean, they seem to feel like they really can pull this shit off. I don't know if they'll catch the Titans because they've already handicapped themselves by losing to them. But man, oh man, do they look like they actually want to be there and they feel like they're kind of getting it going. So yeah, man, give me, give me the, give me the road. Uh, I mean, the, give me the home dog. I hope they bark loud enough to cover three. Cover three, huh? You know, I'll buy into the uh, cold type if they pull this off, because here's the thing. The Tampa Bay defense, they're like one, they're like one of the best in stopping the run. Jonathan Taylor, I'll be damned if he gets five. I will be shocked if Tampa Bay allows Jonathan Taylor to get five rushing touchdowns like he did last week. That's that ain't happening. So literally, it's gonna come down to if Carson Wentz can make some plays. Mm. And do I trust Carson Wentz to make plays? Absolutely not. Do I want him to make plays and beat the Buccaneers? Absolutely, because I'm a Saints yeah. Of course, I, I, need, I need Tampa Bay to lose every game, as far as I'm concerned. Me too. If I was, a, if you were to put a gun to my head and I had to choose one of these two teams, I'm taking the Bucks. Ooh, Bucks minus three. Bucks. Yes. Win by more than a field goal. I okay. I don't know about the. I don't know about Colts defense. Can they keep up with the uh, receiving core of the Buccaneers? And it is Tom Brady. And do I believe? Carson Wentz can make plays if Jonathan Taylor is neutralized. I don't think he can. Okay. So that's, why I will t- that's why I'm taking Tampa Bay, unfortunately. I hope I'm wrong. Okay. Jeff, Jeff with the Jeff with the vibe that they'll single him out and force Carson to pass. Okay. Yeah. Ja- Tovar, what do you think, man? Honestly, I can't blame you no matter really what you take. This game's kind of – it's out there. It should be more exciting than anything else. This is an example of an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object here. The Tampa Bay defense is good against the run, but Jonathan Taylor has been running his 
balls off, dude. He is crazy. He's just he he is a he just turned into an MVP favorite the way he's playing. He's carrying that Colts team. Carrying, dude. So with all being said, I think the Colts are gonna get a close win here. I'm taking the Colts plus three at home. Because how are they underdogs at home after that after that win? Two words, Tom Brady. Well, Vegas wants you to bet Tom Brady, though. Yep. They they want you to bet the the they want you to bet the the Bucks after that dominant win over the Giants. But keep this in mind: it's the Giants. It's the Giants who just recently fired their offensive coordinator, but he's not the problem. But we ain't Giants, talking about the Giants stink. The Giants stink. <laughs> that's why. That's why I think Vegas wants you to bet on the Bucks minus three on the road. But the real winner here is the Colts. They keep this game close for sure. All right. Good shit. I, I, I like right. it. I hope you're right. right. Can't hate it. I really can't hate it. Everybody's riding it. Um, let's take a look. All right. Next game we have on the schedule the Panthers with Cam Newton, five and six. I wonder if they're scaring Jeff or not. But no. either way, they're in Miami, favored by two points. It's only a two point game. Only two. Panthers, Dolphins. You gotta give me the Panthers. This give is Panthers. this honestly is like a three star lock. Give me, give me the Panthers. Oh, man. But only two. What do the Dolphins even have? Trash. Ambition. <laughs> that ain't gonna do it. That ain't gonna be enough against. Uh, I'll do it for Carolina. my ambition. All right, that ain't gonna do nothing against Carolina. If you by two, give me the Panthers easily. I would say this is a four star lock. Ooh. Damn. Oh, the pressure's on. I don't even know. No, not really. I'm taking Panthers here, too. I'm on the Cam Newton hype train. Is it, would you say five star lock? No, not five star. Ooh. Give me a gauge. Where would you put it? Uh, Probably, I'll say two and a half. Okay. You have have no faith that the, you have less. Are you less confident in the Panthers covering or the Dolphins executing well? Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Repeat that again. Are you confident in the uh, – Dol- are you worried that the Dolphins would uh, execute well or are you worried that the Panthers might choke? Uh, like, the what? Panthers would choke because their defense is supposedly rated pretty high. But I think they, they can get exposed at times for sure. And the Dolphins don't have a scrubs. I mean, they have Jalen Waddle in them. So they can, they can, I feel mm-hmm. like they can light up some points. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why it's a, a two-and-a-half lock. Like, I'm not really that confident in the Panthers. I hope you're All right. right. Guys, this next game is going to take a group brain power, okay? Group it low-key doesn't make any sense to me, to oh, be honest. That's crazy. Okay. Boy. We have the Tennessee Titans who are going into Foxborough where the Patriots are facing the same spread that they faced against the Jets. <laughs> Minus seven. The Patriots would have to win by more than a touchdown against the eight and three number one team in the AFC Titans. I know what you're thinking. Wow. Someone, there must be hella injuries and you'd be right on both teams. Even New England doesn't even have their kicker. They don't have Dante Hightower. They don't have Damian Harris, Hunter Henry, or John New Smith. 
the Titans are without. Patriots don't have uh, Nick Foles. Yep, the Titans are without Deontay Freeman, Jalen Brown, and uh, Harold Landry. Everyone else is really a nobody. Um, man, that is weird. I have to that admit, weird. that's a lot of points. Like, this must be a trap to get people to bet the Titans. Like this has to be like Vegas fishing us, right? Like this just this yeah. can't be. If this it if it like comes that, down to that, I've, I got to go on coaching. I'm really going to have to pick on just off the coach. Man, that is just so weird. I don't know, man. I mean, fuck. I know this is a trap. Like, I know it's a trap. You're going to fall for it? But you have to give me the Titans and a fucking touchdown. <laughs> Yeah, I agree, dude. Uh, I'm taking the Titans as well here at the road favorites. I mean, the road dogs because, dude, I'm. Uh, I feel like they can they can get this game closer than seven points and potentially win this in Foxborough because the Patriots aren't that good at home. Mac Jones has to falter eventually. He's still a rookie quarterback. It's not that. It's he not like he's God. It's not like he's the fucking Messiah. He's being carried by Belichick and his big, big <laughs> ass balls, bro. I mean, he's the Messiah of freaking Jacob right now. That's true. That's true. Like but, Jacob, yeah, Jacob, would, Jacob would love to do candle stuff with Mac Jones. <laughs> no, 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 Chris. He probably has a secret pedestal on, like worshiping uh, Mac Jones. Like oh, some, yeah. like, uh, hey, what, hey, hey, Tovar, what's that shit that they do for the uh, those uh, for the Virgin Mary? The that, those altars, there's the altar shrines that they oh, do. Yeah, Santa that. Maria, just like literally freaking going ham. That's probably Jacob, literally right Santo now. Santo Mac Jones. Ah, Santo Mac Jones. But the long story short, I gotta take the Titans. It's gonna be closer than six. I, I'm like, yeah, no sure. way. There's no for way. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Vegas may be baiting us, but I, I feel like I feel like I feel like they'll still cover. They may lose, but they'll still cover though. Okay, I can live with it. Everyone's on. Everyone's on the Titans. Everyone's buying the bait. Man, I'm taking too many dogs, man. Now, deep in the Meadowlands, we find ourselves with the Giants at home as three and a half point dogs against none other than the hot rolling Philadelphia Eagles. Now, all over Philadelphia sports media, guys, they feel like they have figured something out after they beat the Saints. They think that they're the you shit. Like, Chris, they really let's do. Be honest. Let's, be on- let's be honest here. What was the problem with the Eagles before, like, throughout the whole season? It was injuries, and they weren't running the ball. They weren't giving the ball the first yeah, mile. Coaching. Coaching. And now they figured out, oh, hey, we got a good running game. We can actually run the ball. We don't have to use Jalen Hurts to run the ball. We have good running backs. Well, I don't think that – I don't think they – I don't really think they figured that out, Jeff. I think uh, I've listened to a lot of Philly media, and the unanimous understanding is that every the, the Philly media and fans bullied Nick Sirianni into pandering to them and forcing him to run the football. All they've been doing is complaining about, why are we not running? Why are we not running? Why are we not running the football? And Nick Sirianni's young, and he wants to pander to the fan base, and he's clearly listening. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Sirianni spends his days just fucking watching first take. <laughs> like, I swear to God, like, he's just doing whatever the fans say 
which is good and bad. I mean, it's a good way to keep everybody kind of shutting up, but it's you're also a grown ass man who's being paid millions of dollars to coach a fucking team. Well, it's not that crazy to think that you should just know how to do these adjustments on your own. Anyways, three and a half points, man. The Eagles automatically covering more than a field goal has to sound tough. Now, the Giants are obviously knowing that great, but Barkley was still getting his legs back. Yeah. Give me a wake give me a wake up game here for the Eagles. Losing a divisional matchup, you no. know. Fuck it. Give me give me the Giants at home, dogs plus three and a half. I'll take it. I don't like it a lot though. I'm taking the Eagles more than a field goal. I'll take the I'll take that one because one thing, the Giants, there's one thing that's been consistent throughout this whole garbage uh run for the Giants. No offensive line. That offensive line is absolutely oh, yeah. abysmal. Oh. You know, I know, you know, Jeff, I saw a funny post today uh on Instagram about how because like that that 2016 draft, they picked a lineman, or they picked a running back and a lineman. Right. Mm-hmm. Where in the following picks after those picks, if they would have reversed the order and picked lineman running back instead of getting Thomas and Barkley, they could have gotten Quentin Nelson and Nick Chubb because they picked be- they picked before both of those picks. Wow. Could you imagine if they had Quentin Nelson and Nick fucking Chubb? You'd be solving two problems Nick Chubb is arguably better than Barkley because he's more durable Mm -hmm. and then and then Quentin Nelson's a gangster he's way better than Thomas they've been the problem that yeah they just fired their they just fired Jason Garrett but that's not been the problem they need to fire their GM Dave Gettleman has been absolutely making very poor decisions in that giant in that Giants front office like, you had Dexter Lawrence, who's just absolutely a nobody. You drafted Saquon thinking, hey, you still had a chance, but you still fit, didn't fix the issue of offensive line. That's why Eli Manning retired early, because help, help. Daniel Jones, yeah, you you have a shit offensive line, but you ain't making the problem better because you're turning the football damn over. So Yeah, man. And I'm taking – so that's why I'm like, no offensive line. Even Saquon Barkley is still going to be doing his thing. Just use him in the passing game. But it looks like the Eagles have finally got their shit together. So I got to take the Eagles. Okay. You know, I don't hate it. And, you know, touching on that whole Garrett thing, you know, if I'm being honest here, conspiracy tinfoil hat on, um, I believe Gettleman fired Garrett in an effort to save his own job. Everybody in New York wants Gettleman fired. They want him gone, gone, gone. And I think if he can, if he can use Garrett as a scapegoat, it's like, hey, look. I mean, come on. Dallas didn't like the guy. I mean, we didn't really like him either. I mean, Garrett's not they, an issue. There's only so much you can do. It's with systematic. It's it's systematic. It's so much deeper than that, dude. Like and like, it's 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 the same situation arises with Philadelphia with Howie Roseman too. I heard a crazy stat earlier today. Since 2002, the Philadelphia Eagles have only drafted one pro bowler. Wow. Fletcher wow. Cox. That's it? Wow. That's, That's it. it. Like, actually drafted, and then he made a pro bowl with the team? Yes, yes. one. Wow. wow. That's oh, crazy. actually, I'm sorry. Since 2008. I'm sorry. 2008. Deshaun oh. Jackson? That Wait, was before. Wow. Oh, or like that, God. or that might have been 2008. He actually he got drafted. Well, Fletcher Cox was after. Jeez, 
They, it come, if you draft well, you're going to do well. If you draft horribly, you're going to be a shitty franchise. Yeah, the only thing worse is probably the Jaguars who draft players and don't even keep the player. <laughs> you know, okay, at, at least with Cleveland, they've got they've drafted some good players after all these years. It's a shame they got to get rid of their quarterback, though. Right, they just have historically bad luck. Like it's just, I, I don't know, man. Whoever owned the Browns must have made like a deal with the. I guess Tim, Tim, maybe Tim Brown made a deal with the devil or something and won an NFL championship. And then they cursed him by inventing the Super Bowl and, and then cursing them of never, ever achieving it. <laughs> I don't know. There's just nothing that really makes any sense to me. It's like, how the hell could you be this bad and systematically wrong for this long? I, I'm, gonna, I'm still taking the Eagles easily because I have no faith in the Giants. Tovar, you got anything you want to say on this take? Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles here. The favorite at minus three and a half. Uh, whenever, whenever they play, whenever they play bad teams, it seems like they kind of they kind of blow them out here. Yeah, they man, they play out. like a they play like a murderer's row of shitty quarterbacks. Like if you look at the Eagles' yeah. schedule, which I encourage you to do, look at the quarterbacks they've lost, they beat, and look at the quarterbacks they lost to. Yeah, they beat Trevor Simeon and the Saints, and we know how they are. They beat Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos on the road, uh, uh, which is gross, and they also beat the Lions. On the when they were they were road road uh they were on the road as well. What who's and left on who's left on the Eagles schedule? Sam it's Donald. Cup, it's cupcake, bro. It's cupcake. How yeah. easy are we how easy are we talking? Uh, they play the Jets. They play the football team. They play the Giants. They play the football team again. And oh they, my they have, god! Don't they have Dallas left? Yeah, Dallas is the last game. Oh my god, dude! Chris, That's why Eagles even... fans really feel like they have a shot, dude. Like I've listened to a lot of Philadelphia media; they really feel like they have a with... genuine shot of making the playoffs. Chris, with that easy of a schedule, if your team is not careful, hey, um... let's calm down here. Hey, look, because our hey, our schedule honestly is pretty cupcake too. Our schedule is pretty cupcake too. I mean, the Raiders are are good. The Saints are decent. We play Washington two out of three weeks. We play the Giants Cardinals? one more time. Cardinals, the Cardinals, and the Eagles. Depending on depending on if Kyler Murray plays. Yeah, I mean, yo, know, yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, I, I, I would think he will. I mean, that's a long time game, from now. If Kyler Murray games, doesn't play in that game, then they're fucked. How many games are you ahead of? Like, how many how many games ahead? Like two like a three, game game two? like a game and a half or two two games. Yeah. With a head-to-head, I mean, and again, we already have one head-to-head in the books, right? So, like in theory, they would have to beat us outright after a loss to the to us in Week 17. Uh, again, I'm super not worried about it. Think about this: they're let's put it in real perspective. They're right. one game under 500, or four games over 500. So I take that back. We're two and a half games up. No, it would be kind of ironic. I could see it that the last game of the season it would be Eagles Cowboys Sunday night. <laughs> I could but again, yeah. But again, the Eagles would have to. Since we won the game, first game though, they'd have to beat us and be winning outright, mm. like have an outright lead. So the Eagles would basically have to go undefeated from here on out, and we would have to lose three more games. That's what would have to happen. But uh, again, not impossible. Not nothing. Not crazy. impossible. Is impossible in the NFL. Yeah, nothing is impossible. If they slip yeah, up man. here against the Raiders and split against Washington and lose against Philly, I don't know. Hey, well, I'm sticking to the Giants because it's Thanksgiving and we cook dirty birds on Thanksgiving. 
just like the Dirty Birds and the Falcons who are going into Jacksonville, um, favored by two points. Now, look, Urban Meyer, no nut, no nut November. It worked the first couple of weeks. It didn't work this last week. Now, Tovar, I think we have to reevaluate this no nut November theory because it's Thanksgiving. Right. Maybe he's maybe he's hitting up his side bitches. Right. Maybe he's going back to the club. Who knows? Right. I don't know if he can keep his dick in his pants all Thanksgiving long. I don't think he's going to be very focused. I think you can see the Falcons coming up here and actually snagging a win and covering two in Jacksonville. Interesting. You know, the Falcons Jeffrey, are <laughs> sorry, Jeffrey, if you don't know, if you don't, have you ever heard in the last couple of shows, we've had a thing going about a about Urban Meyer. Um, you know, it's hmm. no, no November. So like, because he's so sexually driven, like him keeping it in his pants will make him more focused about football. So, you know, he'll more likely to cover the spread. Um, it worked the first two weeks. It worked the first two weeks. And it's last week okay. I faded it because he went to San Francisco and it's just too lit. Or uh, something like thing. that. You, you want me to bet on the freaking Atlanta Falcons trash ass organization? Uh, happening. Dude, they're bad. Dirty birds. They have yet to, they've yet to recover from that blown Super Bowl, and that 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 franchise needs to just get be deleted from existence. Hey, hey, Jeff. Worse, worse championship devastation hangover. Falcons. The 2016 Falcons or the 2011 Rangers. Oh no! Don't please, please, let's not go down this route, please. Oh, no. no. Which one? Which which one was more? Which no. one was more? Which one was more? Oh in, my impact, god! Which, which one? Which one was more impactful to the franchise? You're kidding me here! Don't answer that, Jeffrey. Skip the conversation, please. Let's move on. It's a real question. It's a real question. You didn't have the balls to say those words, Chris. Bitch, it's a it's a realistic analogy. The Falcons have never won a Super Bowl. They've been to two and lost. The Rangers have been to two and lost. They got devastated in their last shot. They blew as big of a lead as you could possibly think of, or at least as emotional of a lead as you could possibly think of. And neither team has come close to really sniffing any real success post word after. So having fun. I, I, I hate to say it, dude. I love the Rangers and it pisses me off, but like they remind me of the Falcons. Such a goat squad that they had. Hey, wow. Um, that Falcons team was pretty fucking good too, though. But like, Here's to the 2011 Rangers team. Hey, man. Oh, hey, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that, man. Hey, hey, here's, here's a very mild take. Matt Ryan is the Falcons' Michael Young. Oh, Michael Young, the GOAT! Oh, the man. GOAT! The you're GOAT! Playing, you're playing oh. to my heartstrings, man. Michael the Young goat. is my favorite the me, me too, bro. Tovar, Tovar, I know you're fake and you're my LB and you don't remember all the cool shit we've talked about, but he's my favorite player too. Wow, Michael the GOAT Young. Chris, to Go. answer your question, the Rangers... It's probably worse because we will never see the Rangers compete for a World Series title ever again. Probably not. Probably not. No, it's not. What's blasphemy? We've never, we've never won. We've been around for like we have the we literally have the longest span without a without a World Series in MLB. I've total. seen Astros get to we the only, World Series three only times for like 30, 40 years at that point, which is a lot. Yeah, we're worse. We're worse than the Lions, the Browns, all those teams. 
Oh, we're not worse than the Lions, dude. What are you talking about? Oh, no, about? no, no, you're right. I take it back. The Lions have never even been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, or the, the Lions Browns. haven't even been. Because, Chris, it takes so – it was so hard to get to the World Series. Like, in the NFL, so hard. If, you, if you draft well, you can you can come make a turnaround. Three, like in three years. Like, in three years. You can turn yeah, shit you around can. like three years. Yeah, easily. But in MLB, and, it's a different ball game. It's a different Hell, ball yeah. Game. In baseball, you have to be like, hell, yeah, bro. We just signed the hottest prospect in baseball. Holy shit, who is it? Oh, this 12-year-old Dominican, Menjosante Gelajantes. And they're like, oh, my God, when the fuck is he going to play? Oh, like, dude, in 2032, man, we might have a shot to sign a big free agent with him. Six years, right? It's like, Jesus Christ, how long does this shit take? Man. I feel your pain. I feel your pain, but I got to say the Rangers was worse. Dude, it still hurts, bro. It hurts to this day. If only that Nelson Cruz, El, if only Nelson Cruz could reach out a little farther. And you know what sucks about him, dude? He he was so he's oh, dude. He has like 400, 500 home runs. It's not like his career has been shit after that fucking dude, blunder. No, he, he he played. He, not, he has played literally ten years after that. Yeah, and just hitting bombs, 30, 40 dude. bombs every year. And Chris. If they had won that World Series, Derek Holland would probably be in the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame. Oh, if they sure. won that, if they won that World Series, I think I, I swear to God, like no bullshit. If they had won that World Series, I think my life would be different. I think I'd be like, I think I'd be like thirty times lighter. I think I would have like, I would have avoided dealing with like a handful of really bad women for my mental health. I would have also, I'd be rich. <laughs> I'd be famous too. Um, I'd I'd be on I'd be on FS1 right now instead of Spotify. Yeah, um, thanks Nelson Cruz, you fuck. <laughs> Look what you fucking did to me, Nelson Cruz. I'm over here right now drinking Bud Light with my friends on Thanksgiving because of you, which I can't hate about. But still, I could be with my friends in the FS1 studios right now. And, uh, doing I could be doing I could be doing I could be doing candle wax shit with everyone in sight. If only you would have done less steroids, baby. You could have gone to that warning track faster, and you wouldn't have been scared of crashing into the wall and ruining your fucking career. Well, guess what, buddy? You almost did, and you ruined my life and Chris's <laughs> life. What a pussy, dude! Like, who the fuck makes a business decision mid outfield play in the World Series? Business decision on the last out of the World fucking Series. This motherfucker, dude. I would, I would, I would get cur- I would get curb stomped to make that catch. Dude, if, imagine bad if he died. If he died for the for the baseball and still couldn't make the play, would you be even less upset or would you be even more upset? If he died and made the catch, he'd be a fucking I'd get him tatted on me. He would be a <laughs> hero. He, he'd be a fucking hero. Statue <laughs> outside the fucking stadium. If he died and he missed it. Would you be if he, di- if he died if he dived and missed it? No, of course I can't hate. Okay. Uh, yeah, I couldn't hate. It just what pissed me off what was the like the the jaw-dropping appearance of a lack of effort. That shit really fucking made me mad. But uh, you know what? He hesitated, and he didn't go balls out for that play. And all the blame is put on Natali Feliz for saying, oh, fuck, I can't handle this moment. Hey, Ron, hey, watch. That's bullshit. No, that's bullshit. 
That's bullshit. No, that he did. Bullshit. He did. He did everything he could, and he proved that he could handle it in tough moments against tougher people. Just look at the literally the series right before in Game Six against Alex Rodriguez. I'll go ahead and leave it there. Anything other than that is just absolutely fucking false. I still Rangers till I die. I hope one day they actually win one, but I have no expectations. Like I, I genuinely, yeah. I, I genuinely believe and know for a fact the Mavs will win me another. I know for a fact the Cowboys will win me another because I'm young and, you know, 50 more years from now, they've got to cash one or two. That just doesn't make any sense if they just go 70 and nothing. That's just nuts. That, I'm serious. Like, like real, real shit. And the Saints will, too. The Saints will grab a couple. Don't, 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 don't do that. I'm don't not being no. I'm, I'm just being real. But like, for example, there are some teams that just won't win. The Texans will never win one. They'll, they'll move before they win. The Titans might not ever win one. The Jags will definitely move cities before they win. There are some teams that just are going to be just, just reasonably and social, being socially aware here, right? There are certain teams that the markets and that the America loves to see do well. The Saints are a cool team. Like, I mean, like even kids all over the country, they, they look at that Saints jersey and that shit look hard. Gold and gold and black. That shit's dope. I love Saints jerseys. They're super fucking cool. That helmet, pimp. The culture, pimp. New Orleans, pimp. French influence, pimp. Beignets and seafood all day. There was a time where the where the Saints were like the Rangers. They couldn't win a game. That's true though. That's was true though. That is they true. Were... See. So you never know. I mean, like literally the Saints right now, their culture. They they have a they have a good culture back down there. That's why I you know, like they're gonna at least put a competitive team every time. But since we've been getting way off topic. What's the next game on the new game? Yeah, man. Like, sorry, we had we, we had to, we had to explore that we had to explore that rabbit hole. But we were on Dirty Birds and Jaguars. Uh, I had I had Falcons, and then I think you. Uh, you taking the Jags? I'm taking the Jags. Fuck the Falcons. Urban Meyer, no, not November Thanksgiving style. I don't know. He he could um, be, dude. Again, Tovar, I hate to influence you here, but man, think about it. He's not even playing on Thanksgiving, which means. Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, you know, he eats, he goes from one family, goes to his side family, his third family, <laughs> right? And then he goes to check up on the fucking, you know, on the, on this grant, you know, on the parents, AKA the bar. And then, you know, he's got all these college girls in, in front, in town from back from college. I don't know if he's going to be able to handle himself during Thanksgiving break, dude. Honestly, honestly, I'm horny. Honestly, I'm horny for him. I don't. True. I don't know how he's. I don't know how he's gonna hold it back. But they're just such a bad team, dude. In order for them to be favorites, plus two, that's those two. two there's not enough points for me to take them here, even at home. I'm taking the the Falcons, even with their depleted roster. Oh, by the way, last bit on this Ranger stuff. Get the get JD the fuck out of his office. Kick him to the curb. Hire somebody else, and let's bring back the goat Ron Washington back. Hire that motherfucker back. That motherfucker Bro, will put some passion bring, into that bring fucking. Ron, got a ring now. Bring bring Ron Washington back and hire Michael Young as the GM. Done. Oh. Case closed. Case oh, closed. Case closed. What's Case up? Closed, baby. Look at my you see that? You see this? Oh shit. Philadelphia getting blown out. Okay. So the Warriors really are just that. They're they really are those guys, man. They really are those guys. They're just that fucking good, man. That's what's up. Um, okay, guys, moving on to the next game here. Um, an exciting matchup. People are it's are are shaking in their boots, ready to watch. Very riveting one. 
two two and eight teams going at it. Um, Jets are going into Houston to play the Texans, who are actually favored by two and a half. But now, yeah. let's let's bear in mind. Let's bear in mind. Joe Flacco and Mike White are not playing. No signs of Zach Wilson returning. It'll likely end up being that uh man, what's that one black dude's name with the Jets? Um, he looks like a like a like a great value Lamar. No, we need um, discount discount Lamar. Johnson, Lamar. Johnson. His name's Johnson. Johnson, something Johnson. No idea. Absolutely, absolutely nobody cares about this game. One quick look at the people watching this game. Nobody. Nobody cares. That all being said, let's fly through it, guys. You know what? Texans because they have the quarterback. Give me the Texans because they have a starting quarterback and Tyrod Taylor honestly looked kind of like a beast last week. I'm taking Texans too. Let's move on. Let's no one. All right, yeah, we'll move on. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lose we're gonna lose listeners if we keep talking about that game. (laughs) Um, all right, Chargers. Chargers are going into the into Denver into Mile High. Um, interdivisional matchup. The Broncos are actually home dogs plus two and a half. So, man, the and, and again, this is a pretty important game. The Broncos are five and five. The Chargers are six and four. Only one game off from one another. The Chargers need this game to keep up with the Chiefs. The Broncos need this game to stay relevant in the playoff race. It's less than it's literally it's literally just it's less than a field goal. You know, it's practically a pick'em game. It's really, really tough. Honestly, personally, I have a hard time backing the Broncos. I feel like they are up up for my award for most inconsistent team in the NFL along with the Saints. But uh, give me give me the Chargers here. Two and a half ain't shit in mile high. Fuck it. I'll roll with that. Chargers. I'll take the Chargers yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers here. I think they're a better team, and I think they'll be in about more than a field goal for sure. I think so too, man. Herbert, I think you know, a little more determined last week was good for him. You know, he he and needed Austin a he, he needed he needed he needed a scare like that. Austin Eckler is just a fucking monster, dude. God dude, damn, fantasy football god. Oh god, dude. He makes twenty eighteen girly look useless or sixteen girly. Dude, that motherfucker gets touches up the ass, dude. Okay, hell yeah. I guess we're all on Chargers here, but this next game. In fact, these, these next few games are honestly pretty badass. This next game's a pick 'em, guys. Only a one point spread. So, really, just whoever wins this game, you win. Okay. In Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers, first time practicing with the team in weeks, playing up against the seven and three Rams. Believe it, or, believe it or not, technically, technically speaking, the Rams. Are the favorite on the road by one point? This, wow. So this is a pick'em game. This is literally a pick'em game. This is literally a pick'em game. I believe it's America's game of the week. Why wouldn't it be? I am a fuck man. It sucks because I'm so pro Matt Stafford and I'm so pro Aaron Rodgers, but what I'm also is pro money. Give me the fucking Packers and I'm looking back. Tovar, you go first on this one. This is one I'm actually want to. I want to hear both your opinions on this one before I make my take. You want to let it simmer for a bit? Yes. Okay. Okay. Here, here's my thing. Where, where's Matt Stafford from? Is he from Highland Park? Is he from the rich neighborhood here in Texas? See, no. I believe so. Yeah. Matt, Matt Stafford, get the fuck off your privileged high horse and can't. <laughs> 
carry this team on your fucking back, dude. They traded for your ass. And at this at this exact same time of the season, you have the same record as they did with Jared Goff. They've both been seven and three at this time. Damn. Both. Get the fuck off your high horse, Matt Stanford, and play some good football. You have fucking OBJ. You have Cooper Cup, who it's like you have a man crush on him. You throw to they, him all the fucking time. Throw, they've done it. You know, you know how they you know you know how they say they say that they did everything for Brady when he went to Tampa. Yeah. They they rolled out the red fucking carpet for for Matt Stafford, dude. Like they are gargling his testicles right now. Dude, like Matt they, Sean McVay is doing everything to make him happy. They play. They played to him like he was a fucking savior. Jesus Christ, walking in that fucking uh, pool that they have at SoFi. Like, dude, <laughs> man, the, man, the fuck up, okay? Throw the fucking football to fucking OBJ and all them cats, and lead your fucking team to victory, dude. But I don't think they'll do it this week. He fucking sucks. I can't trust this motherfucker to save wow. my life. Wow. I'm taking Damn. the back here. You don't go against Aaron Rodgers, dude. You don't go against him. He's going to have a chip on his back after losing against the Vikings. Bro, Packers, Packers win this. Far. We got two big, emphatic Packers takes. This is only like a, honestly, like a 1.5 to two star lock for me. To- Tovar, would you say this is your lock of the week? Fuck it. Yeah. Lock of the week, baby. Let's go. Oh, burn, 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 burn. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and put the Wild Acre label on that. Everybody out there, thank you for listening so far. Wild Acre Brewing Company, go check them out. All their beer is available at Walmart and Target. Guys, I myself love the Wild Acre Brewing Company, Texas Blue Bonnet Pineapple Blonde. That shit goes hard. I have given Tovar tons of the beer. The guava beer, that shit's super lit. Um, they have an IPA. It tastes a lot like a better, like it tastes like a better shiner, honestly. They have a lot of great stuff. Thank you to them for sponsoring our lock of the week every week. And Tovar is the one taking it straight out of his mouth. He said, fuck Matt Stafford. Give me a Wild Acre Brewing Company beer. Shotgun that shit, and I'm taking the Packers. I love it. Everybody, go check them out. Follow them on Instagram at Wild Acre Brewing Company. Jeff, now, what do now, you got? I'm going to – here's my thing. What is, who are the Rams? What's their record against teams over 500? Mm. Who have they actually legitimately beaten that's an actually good team? Uh, yeah, that's tough. Question. Besides, I'll give them the Buccaneers, but outside of that, who have they who have they beaten? I mean, well, they beat the Bucks, obviously. They beat the Colts. I mean, they beat yeah, but they weren't good yet. And uh, that's true, dude. They haven't really beaten anybody. They really haven't beaten anybody. Yeah. Good. In fact, they've even lost to teams who aren't even that good. Like they beat. So here's who they've beat. They've beat the Bears. The right. Colts. Beat me. Okay. Uh, the Bucks. That's the one good win. They beat the Seahawks, the Giants, the Lions, the Texans. Trash, 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 trash. Now, who they lost to? They lost to the Niners. They've right. lost to the Titans. Good. And they've lost to the Cardinals. Good. So, literally one and three against teams that are actually good. Yeah. I'm yep. going to make – let's make that one and four. Cause mm. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers, he's a bad man on the football field. His little antics outside the field, we ain't talking about that right now. 
Now, if Aaron if Aaron Rodgers is playing and they might get Aaron Jones back, depending on how he does in practice, uh, yeah, give me Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau and it might be cold weather. Oh, Matt Stafford, I'm so sorry. I have you going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, but in this game, uh-uh, not happening. Taking, <laughs> the, uh, taking the Packers. God damn. I love it. Yeah, who'd have thought? Clean sweep in a pick'em game. Moving on here, we have the Kirk Cousins-led Vikings are going into San Francisco to play the 49ers team, who is basically the NFC equivalent of the Broncos. They're hanging around. They're in a tough division. They win one. They lose one. Their quarterback is, eh, right? Um, And good defenses, whatever, whatever, whatever. And here they are. The Niners are actually three-point favorites. The Vikings, even whenever they lose, it's close. Both teams are five and five. Debo, Debo, Debo. Ooh. Be, who, who has Debo? I think, I think Jeff wants the Niners. Debo. Here comes Debo. Like, de- like, I'm going to actually take the 49ers. What's the spread on this one? Three. Three. Ooh. In Cisco. In Cisco. So Niners have to win. Again, it's so like, again, so with the three, with an even number like that, like, if if the final score is twenty three to twenty Niners, nobody wins to push. Uh, so keep yeah, that in mind. I, I mean, hey, that's better than losing. True. But yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, freaking Forty uh, Niners. Okay. Tovar, immediate thoughts. Immediate thoughts right now. I like the Vikings, man. Um, I've been a big fan of the Vikings since week one and since the first time I joined this Hammer Time podcast, okay? I talk highly of Kirk Cousins and his stats back it up. You know he only has two picks on the season? This man only has two picks. 21 touchdowns. Wait, what the hell? Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Is this a noon game? No, No, three o'clock. No, nope, no. Nope. If it was a noon game, I would take uh, I would take the Vikings. But yeah, I'm taking the 49ers because here's the thing: Kirk, Kirk family member chokes in uh, anything, but that's not a noon game. <laughs> Any, anything with people watching. Yes, he chokes. So sorry, Tovar. I don't know why you're on that Kirk family member hype train. Well, I need you to be smart and get off that hype train because Kirk family members is an average quarterback with some fantastic wide receiving core. I'm willing to give you Justin Jefferson is about to go go off. I love how Jeff I love how Jeff always calls Kirk Kirk family member and Derek 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 vehicle. <laughs> yeah, so I got that funny. from a YouTuber. So yeah. That's so funny though. I'm doubling down. I'm buying a first class ticket to the Kirk Cousins hype train. I'm sitting <laughs> front fucking row. This dude is so underappreciated, except during prime time. I do give you that, but this isn't prime time, baby. This isn't Monday night football. This isn't Sunday night football. This isn't not even the game of the week. It's not even the game of the week. Yeah. It's not even game of the week. No one's watching this fucking game. This, these are two 500 teams who have underperformed in the beginning of the season and now had to fight and claw their way back to get that last wild card spot. And Kirk Cousins is going to take him there with the help of Justin Jefferson, who is a fucking beast. They're going to go on the road. And they're gonna cover, 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 cover. 
You know, no, man, I'll be I honest. My, my, oh, go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. I don't know what you I don't know what you're smoking on this Kurt Cousins hype train. This hype train Ooh. is about to be deep for you. Baby, let's go. I don't oh, see that's the thing though. I don't know if there really I don't know if there really is even is a hype train, you know? Like there really, isn't. Any, there really is. I think about it. it's Kurt, it's Kurt But like but but here's the thing though, that team is good. I mean, that team is genuinely that's a good, good. team. It's a fucking solid ball club. That is a solid football team. And honestly, once I saw this, I thought, you know what? Holy shit. This is a fucking lock. The Vikings all day long. You're going to give me a field goal? And then I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I got to take the hot team here. The Vikings do keep it close, but the Niners have been rolling. Everything that they want to do on offense has been working. And traditionally, that's not always the case. This defense is starting to play the way that we expect them to. The offense is doing great. Jimmy Garoppolo is finding a perfect way to blend into the shadows. Like, you know, that Homer Simpson meme where he blends back into the bushes? That is Jimmy Garoppolo every time he hands the ball off to Debo Samuel. And I think the 49ers are honestly rolling right now. I think they feel kind of hot. And at home, against a good team, I feel like they need to prove it to themselves too. It'll be a close game. It'll probably be a four-point or a six-point game, but I I think I'm actually going to take San Francisco here. I would not be surprised if I flip-flop on this bet. I, I anticipate myself actually gambling on either this game or the Packers game. But, oh, dear Lord. But I might honestly end up taking both and parlaying like Packers, Niners, and just rolling with the money line. Boom. Boom. But – uh. Yeah, man, I'm going to go ahead and take the Niners here officially, though. Um, I'm, I'm not super – I'm not calling the lock by any means because, again, my immediate response was Vikings. But I'm going to go ahead and take 49ers here because they have been extremely hot. Um, moving on to the last game on Sunday, the Sunday night primetime game, um, potentially capable of being flexed from what I hear. Um, but right now, as it stands, it is Browns going into Baltimore where the Ravens are three and a half point favorites. The Browns at six and five, the Ravens at seven and three. This is a weird one. This is a tough one. The Ravens are expected to win pretty handsomely. Um, to put things in perspective, neither team has really been that great against the spread. Against the spread, both teams are under 500. Jesus. So, I don't know. I guess they anticipate this game being kind of close. I've been on the fade Lamar train all year, but the Browns have not looked good in a long time. You're going to have to give me Baltimore here. Here's um, the thing. If, if you think the fans turned on Baker Mayfield last game, can you imagine if they lose the Baltimore Ravens? Hey, what do y'all think about that, by the way? Like, I know people, Stephen A. and, like, Greenberg and everybody was coming at Baker and being like, how dare you come at the fans and talk shit to them? But, like, from a big – I'm a Big 12 kid. I've kept up with Baker for a very long time. I used to cover Baker back when I was doing sports journalism mm-hmm. and uh, in college, and I've had some pretty in-depth conversations with columnists all around the city. And a lot of time, uh, uh, the, the consensus was, you know, he'll be a decent NFL quarterback, but at the end of the day, there's never been a, like, a good, profound, electric Oklahoma quarterback. Now, I think the days of that have changed, but I can kind of see that, you know, right now, like, at one point, 
we thought, okay, well, maybe Baker will be the guy. Well, oh, maybe, maybe he's leveled out. Oh, well, you know, maybe Jalen could be the guy. Oh, well, he's kind of leveled out. He's not really going to, he doesn't really have a high ceiling. He just has a low, he just has a high floor. And with Kyler, the jury is still out on him, but he's still very young. I wouldn't be very surprised if the league figures him out. Not to say that he will, but, you know, who knows? It's it, it, He would be doing something that no other Oklahoma quarterback has done. So even then, with all that being said, man, I still think that the Ravens are hot enough to get in here, pull this off, and want it more. You know, for them, they look at the everyone in this division as as uh, as up for the taking. So they have to start picking off, shooting and picking off the competition, right? One by one. If the rest of the league isn't going to beat these teams in their division, they feel like they have to do it the whole goddamn selves. So three and a half, I'm willing to take that at home. The Browns, they had a huge spread last week to cover against the Lions. They went up 13-0. The spread was 12, so they were covering early and completely shut down. Baker is also still hurt. His shoulder, he's been playing with a bummed-up shoulder since week two, and he's still not recovered. Honestly, they haven't said it out loud, but, I mean, Jeff, come on. We've been in the game for a long time. We know he needs surgery. Come on it's now. Obvious. It's so obvious. We know he needs surgery, but he's got balls of steel, and he's going out there every day and just trying, and he's lucky that they're a run-centric offense. Look, if it comes down to needing Baker, they're not going to get it done. If it comes down to Lamar, I don't even necessarily think they're going to get it done, but they have more personnel, even also being banged up. I don't know, man. It's going to it's gonna be a tight game again still, but three and a half. I'm more, more than willing to take the better team here right now against a Browns team who can't even sniff covering a spread lately. <laughs> man, remember when everyone was so high on the Cleveland Browns? Some people had them in the Super Bowl. I mean, in all fairness, in all fairness, they're probably still a playoff team. It's just like it's just it's just weird how like fans are coming at Baker like he's like like who the fuck are you like like check your fucking like check your ass like like check yourself, bro. Like who the hell do you think you are? You're Browns fans. You've you've gone through twenty quarterbacks in twenty years. You win a you win an average of two and a half games a year for the last two decades. And you have a team who is literally 500 or better any given given week, and you're complaining because you're not like in the, because you're not fucking what the Cowboys, the fucking, the, uh, or the the Patriots, or you're not the the Chiefs, not the Chargers. Like, what what are you trying to be? Like, dude, like, like, don't forget where you came from, bro. God damn. But here's the thing. At least Browns fans are very loyal. They are loyal, like it's none you gotta of gotta be. Things. You gotta you be. You gotta be when you're a when you're a Cleveland Browns fan. But uh, I would love to yeah, marry they, a woman who's a Browns fan. It's like if she can love that team, she could love me no matter what. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Cleveland and look for a wife. Dude, there's no women in Cleveland. That's true. That's what I hear. It's all fat dudes eating hot dogs, eating glizzies, and looking like Jacob. <laughs> Don't do Jacob like that. You're saying he looks like a Cleveland citizen? He looks more like a Cleveland citizen than a New England one. Just saying. Yeah, and you lucky Jacob ain't even in this chat. You, you're doing all these jabs, and he can't even defend himself. Right, he's the co-host. 
No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just lay. I love you, Jacob. Hey, I, hey, 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 no, I, I, I got to put Jacob in his place. I've talked about his Patriots being too good for too long now. <laughs> Man, we don't talk about those Patriots. Right? Man, the minus, the minus seven Patriots, by the way, which is fucking preposterous. <laughs> Ludicrous. But yeah, I'm taking the right. Ra- Taking the Ravens to easily cover because I don't trust Cleveland. Uh, for me, I mean both the both the teams both these teams suck covering the spread. They both fucked me over on multiple occasions. Uh, they both covered the spread early in the game, and if they would have just did what they're supposed to do. I would have had a higher record than I do right now. I placed. You mean like? Higher. You mean yeah? Maybe 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 somebody out there, some lucky person out there, would be like positive twenty bucks if you had like won one more game. I feel guilty because of me. Some guy betted his mortgage, his car, his life savings, his four one k on a Browns pick. No 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 no, no they didn't. Yeah, Tomorrow, did. Come on now. Let's be real. Like, they're, they're saving they're saved they saved their mortgage for your lock of the week. What was my lock of the week? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Packers. Oh pack was it Packers? Yeah you oh. just said you you just you went on a whole rant and said fuck Matt Stafford. Oh yeah fuck him too. That motherfucker fucked me over so many games too. <laughs> Fucking loser fucking chode against the Jesus. Titans and against the, the fucking Niners. Are you kidding me, dude? Man, the fuck oh. up, bitch. This is, anyways, this, is my first, this is my first time being on here for a while. <laughs> I would like to apologize to Chris and uh, Jacob for my team screwing over a few weeks ago with the Seahawks game. Oh, man, that's so freaking funny. And thank you, Jeff. Uh, it it was pretty hard. It was pretty heartbreaking, man. Pretty heartbreaking. But, hey, you know what? It is what it is. That all being said, Tovar, you're picking a side here, right? Uh, what do you got, Ravens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they both fucked me over. I have trust <laughs> issues because of those teams. I'm taking the better team here. I'm taking the Ravens. Baker needs surgery. Dude, just sit out. You're going to get paid anyways by somebody. Get your shoulder right. Because fuck the Browns. After this yeah. year, well, I, to, I'll be honest. I think they'll franchise tag him. Oh yeah, they might they might as well make him prove it. Like I think I'll be I'll That's be real true. too. Like this is the real storyline. I guarantee you, they're gonna do the same thing to Lamar. Nah, dude. I think they'll pay him, dude. What you mean? Man, call me an asshole, dude. Lamar Jackson is never winning a Super Bowl unless he's a backup. Whoa. Or he plays wide receiver or some shit, like something stupid like that. Lamar oh, never winning. No, um, yeah, I know. I, I guarantee it. Put on my life. Put on my life. You can be, you can, you can both bitch slap me if he does. If he's a starting quarterback and he wins a Super Bowl with the Ravens. No, it, yeah, it would have to be the Ravens because he's only going to get slower. So if you really think about it, his window to be good is only like five more years. You think he's going to win a Super Bowl in the next five more years? This style, unless it becomes Aaron Rodgers overnight. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I could see it, but you're asking for a lot. Like, plus, man, dude, I love, I mean, and I love Lamar. He's a great regular season quarterback. I just, he just hang on to shit, dude. I guarantee that fucking shit. Like, that's a lock. Like, I wish I could bet on players, like, instead of investing in like a 401k. And like mutual funds and stocks, I wish I could just be like, put like 
10% of my income for the next 10 years on the fact that Lamar will never win a Super Bowl. And if it returns me like 30%, like I'll fucking take that. Like that, that, that sounds like a retirement plan right there. Like, Lamar never winning a Super Bowl. Never. No, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying this for views or anything or like listens. I swear to God, I really mean that. I don't think Lamar Jackson ever wins a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback. Starting quarterback. He'll he'll bust a little Sean McCoy or something and be someone's backup, maybe win a few games. You know, if he's lucky, right? But that's really it. I just don't see that method panning out in the grand scheme of four playoff rounds. You know, back in the day when they had two bye weeks, maybe. Maybe. I'd, I'd open my eyes a little bit differently. But you'd have to assume – the thing about it, 15 of the last 16 Super Bowl appearances, if you want to even call it that, people who've gone to the Super Bowl had a first-round bye. So that means that with only one first-round bye going forward, Ravens have to be number one seed. That's very, very hard. Assuming they don't ever get that, it's going to be practically impossible for them to make the Super Bowl. They'd have to go – either on the road for two or three of those games and win four fucking ball games. They're back against the wall with a style of offense that involves a quarterback running. Let's say he gets hurt during any of those games where the fucking defense is going balls out. Any professional athlete would tell you they have a switch. LeBron James is notorious for turning on. How many times have we heard playoff LeBron? You don't think there's, you don't think there's playoff Brady. You don't think there's playoff Pat? You don't think there's playoff, right? Go on down down the line, and and if there's not one yet, there will be one soon. Like if if playoff Dak doesn't exist, he might soon. If playoff Josh Allen doesn't exist, he might soon. I'm just saying we have zero reason to believe there's a such thing as a playoff Lamar Jackson because even in the one game that he won, he should, he probably could have lost. So. Seems like defenses play them differently in 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 in, uh, in in the playoffs. I don't know if it's Harbaugh's fault. I don't know, but regardless, I don't know if Harbaugh Harbaugh and Jackson are married at the hip. You can't have one without the other. You're right because if you remove his head, if you remove his head coach, he guaranteed it winning a fucking Super Bowl, right? And if you remove Lamar from Harbaugh, Harbaugh guaranteed ain't winning a Super Bowl either. They're married at the hip. They're committed to each other. They're they're fucking doing everything you could possibly like, like they are genuinely tied to one another. Right. So, I mean, fuck, it's really, I, I personally don't think it's that crazy of a take. Lamar Jackson never winning a Super Bowl. I know he's young. People are probably come at me and shit, hate on me, but I don't think it's that nuts. I mean, if people, if people can proclaim that Baker Mayfield would never win one, how is it that nuts that Lamar wouldn't? I know he's won an MVP. Well, yeah, a regular season MVP. Yeah, it's, it's completely, different. completely it's different. different. It's completely different, dude. Completely, completely fucking different. Like, if and if you don't recognize that, ask Aaron Rodgers, somebody who people would profound as the GOAT and has only been to the Super Bowl once. He's won in fucking like four in the NFC Championship games. And I love Aaron Rodgers. And I love Aaron Rodgers to death. But that's a guy who is drastically better. Anybody with any well-rounded, wholesome, sound football mind would realize that Aaron Rodgers is light years against ahead of Lamar Jackson. And even only that motherfucker did it once. 
Hmm. Oh, nice. Interesting. Nice little rant there. That, I mean, you almost, you, you almost convinced Chris, you me. Record, you ought to record that rant and just... um. It is recorded, like, Jeffrey. What the fuck have we been doing over the last two hours? You ought, I was you, ought save, you ought to save that and just make it like for a promo for like a preview. Oh, I am. Oh, I am. I'm probably going to rip and pull that one and uh, share it, try and steer up some Skip Bayless type responses on Twitter. <laughs> Nice. I mean, I mean, I mean, it was pretty. I mean, it was an art. It was an articulate take. It's not like I'm saying anything crazy. Like no, I'm using not. real, real examples here. I mean, and again, I, I, I love Lamar. Like I, I love how I hear. I mean, again, I'm an urban inner city minority, right? Like, I mean, I relate to the way I like the same music Lamar likes. I, I talk very similar sometimes. Like, we like a lot of the same things. We're from similar neighborhoods, similar backgrounds. I mean, I relate to Lamar Jackson. I think he's cool as shit. But that ain't got nothing to do with fucking playing safety high, you know, and fucking, like, stacking eight in the box and then keeping shit in the flat. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, my feelings have nothing to do with the way defensive coordinators are going to scheme him in the playoffs. Right? I don't know. That's just a crazy thought, you know? It's just very rare. You see guys make multiple runs to championships, period let alone turn like i mean like he, he's he's literally on pace to have michael vick's career damn when one when one mvp early have a couple playoff games that, that no one really blames on you because your team is you're carrying right and then you know i mean of course vick had the whole incident of like leaving the nfl and then coming back but you know, let's be real. If he stayed in Atlanta, would they really have won a Super Bowl? Come on, Jeff. Let's be real. No, 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 no they would not. Right? No. Can you name Can you name anybody that was on that team with with Michael Vick in the two thousands? No. Exactly. Right. And that's what a lot of these guys are going to end up becoming. Right. And it, and it sucks. Don't get me wrong. It sucks. You know, I, I I hate it too because I think it adds to that dumb fucking myth that like black guys can't play quarterback. I think that's false, but I believe that running quarterbacks cannot be sustainable and successful. Personally, they got nothing to do with race. Now, granted, black people are a lot faster and a lot better at running, a lot more agile, and Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick are the epitome of that. But, I mean, fuck, like, even Josh Allen can't make a living running the football. He's going to have to go in there and slang that motherfucker, right? I mean, it just is what it is. Like longevity is eventually going to kick in. Like Lamar's not going to be this fast forever. Like, like, he, like, like, like. Let's say they pay him, right? Tovar, I think you said, no, they're going to pay him, right? They're going to pay him. Well, okay. Contracts are typically about five years. What happens in five years when he's thirty years old and he's slow now? You think they're going to give him a max contract again? You think they're going to run so, that back? So how, cut him. You, but I'm pretty sure they're going to backload it, dude. If They're you're a GM, all the, how much all the money in the early years? How much would you give Lamar? You got to, man, obviously you give him as little as possible, but I, I'd be afraid to give him anything like close to fucking 40 plus. I'd be really afraid. I, I would pay him as much as I paid Baker. Wow. Personally, that's personally, not, like I don't happen. care. I don't care about the MVP. Like, and honestly, if he asked for MVP money, I just fucking let him go, man. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, hypothetical. If the somehow they have the nobody else at quarterback. Well, 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 supply and demand. How big is their demand for Lamar Jackson? 
people would uh, fucking people sure would pe- people pay well no well thank you pay, Tovar. Pay no, they, think it through people would give their left nut for aaron Rodgers because a pocket passer somebody who can roll out and make magic happen on their own is applicable in any offense lamar jackson is not app plug and play in any offense Right, you would have right. to completely you have to change your game plan. Them, right? Comple- your personnel, your scheme. You would have to literally fucking reinvent the wheel for a guy, which is not impossible. But is it trade all my draft picks and spend a bunch of money and do all this, change my head coaching and change my scheme? Is it worth all that for the opportunity that he might not get figured out or get hurt, getting blown up 40 times in a season? I don't know. Again, again, again. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just doing the percentages here. The odds aren't very high is my point. Right. right. I don't know. Well, I, I still, you got to give him, you're not, he's not getting Mahomes money. Let's get that out the way. Fuck no. You're, gonna, you're no, no, boy, no one's getting Mahomes money. He's probably going to want Dak money a little how bit. Much, how much did Dak, Dak get again? We, we got Dak for a steal. We got Dak for a steal. Now that you think about it, bro. If Dak, if if the Cowboys would have not agreed to that deal and allowed it to just keep going, imagine it. They'd be talking about Dak getting paid fifty mil next year or some shit like so, yeah, that. Yeah, because of his second franchise tag, that was like fifty mil guaranteed. Well, like just signing a contract in general, you know, because like, his his, his oh. great because like because well, they had they had the leverage of the fact that he was hurt, he was damaged goods, so they could pay him like you know they could kind of lowball him, right? I mean, his market never now, went down. To be well, honest, like he but always it, wanted 40 right. and got 40. Right. But, I mean, the team still had leverage. But the, my only point is that if they had pushed it off and allowed this season to prevail, man, they'd be screwed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would have lost uh, another 5 mil, I think. You probably would have gotten paid like 45 mil, to be honest. I don't think oh, he would have. Yeah. Oh, year. Home. Like, oh, year. A, yeah, year, a year, which, which is like enough to pay for like a starting linebacker. Oh, yeah, like you got to think of, like this upcoming free agency could be potentially huge for quarterbacks. Let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers, he's he's leaving Green Bay. There's no way in hell he stays in Green Bay. Russell Wilson might leave Seattle. Freaking uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't know what he's going to be getting, but Lamar Jackson's going to probably get some money and. You don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. We ain't talking about that right now. Seeing which Deshaun Watson's getting paid millions of dollars just for sitting on the bench. But hey, legal uh, issues. Some massages, bro. Hey, sure. what if? Hey, what if though? Just conspiracy theory here. What if this is all Deshaun Watson's greater plan to hold out long enough to allow Aaron to leave so he can slip in with the Packers? Mm, I don't know, maybe. If I was Deshaun, I wouldn't want to play in fucking Green Bay. Not fuck. green, like, like, if Aaron Rodgers wants to leave Green Bay, that tells you saying, hey, this front office and this organization, that, said, that says, hey, I don't want to be there because they're not going to give me the pieces that I need to succeed. You see, look, mm. at, look at Tampa Bay. They got Tom Brady, and they're like, oh, hey, we're going to give you everything you need. Whatever you need, keys are yours. I need sure. a tackle. What, sure. what you need. Okay. No, I like it. Hey, and this is good side talk, but hey, you know what? There is one more game left, guys. It's oh. the Monday night. It's the Monday night game. What about we, Sunday night? 
We are, yeah, that was Browns Ravens. Um, Monday that's night, night. That's Sunday night. Like I said, they might flex it out, and I hope they do. But on Monday night, it's Can't a pick them. It's a one point pick them. Washington Redskins or the Washington football team, whatever, fucking Redskins, who cares? At home, one point favorites against the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited, trying to uh, get it back together. The Seahawks are three and seven. Washington is four and six. Now, Washington has been a roller coaster ride all year, but hands down, a unanimous disappointment. Yeah. Now, now they grinded and found a way to win these last two games, though, which has been pretty impressive, I got to admit. The Eagles and the Redskins kind of figured it out a little bit. Washington beat the Bucks, and then they beat the Panthers, making Jeffrey a happy man in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. But, but now at home, prime time, Taylor Heineken against Mr. Unlimited. Look. This is just too easy for me. You're not going to get that hot. Russell's got to bust through eventually. Pick them game. Man, not only am I taking Seahawks to win, but, man, give me, like, if there's a prop out there for DK for, like, over, for, like, at least two touchdowns, you take that. Give me, no, no, Tyler Lockett, two touchdowns. Ooh, what if they both hit? <laughs> I'd be happy. But here's the thing: that defense is pedestrian, pathetic. I mean, I've seen better defense from freaking a Pokemon. Oh right, I I I have better defense when I put my fucking when I put my Yu-Gi-Oh cards in defense mode. I was playing right. I mean, you kind of you kind of have you kind of are when you compare to Washington's defense, how abysmal they've been. Right. Hi, Nikki. Attack his life points directly. I was playing. I got to take the Seahawks because Russell Wilson, he's got to get his stuff together. I mean, sooner or later, but I really feel like this is the end of the Seattle Seahawks and the Russell Wilson era. Me too. I believe that same thing, dude. That's crazy. See, like, like, okay, look, I hate to be a dick again. Talk about the Lamar Jackson thing. But, like, Russell Wilson is, like, a bootleg quarterback, right? He's a rollout guy. Not a semi-mobile, but, like, in his time, you would have considered him, like, the Lamar Jackson of his era if it wasn't for for RG3, right? Look at how many times he's been in the Super Bowl. Look how many times he's won. And well, look he, how many times. He, right, he went twice. twice one of one. That second, we haven't talked about that second appearance where – Literally the dumbest play call I've ever seen. And Thank again, you're talking you're talking about a young guy. You're talking about a young guy with the best, with the unanimous best defense in the game at the time. Right. And he has and but like, but look, when it's all on him, once they paid him, since they paid Russell Wilson, what happened? I don't I think Lamar Jackson, if he gets paid and they have to start paying like like t- you know, nickel and diming other players, bro, it's gonna get bad expect the ravens to be really bad dude now that i really think about it not only will he not ever like win a super bowl he won't ever be in a super bowl i'm editing my comment so you say if, if the ravens were to win a 
go to the Super Bowl, this has to be the year. It's got to be now or next year. Like literally, that's it. Like if they franchise they now, while they have my rookie contract next year, they can get away with some of the signing bonuses and stuff. Uh, either that or franchise tagging him. But after that, it only gets incredibly more difficult. Like all these big signings they had are going to leave, right? It's not like Peter's going to be there forever, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's just not a lot there. There's not a huge nucleus of players that you can just lean your hat on and go, man, these guys would be good without Lamar. Like these guys would be good without him. So, I mean, yeah, that's just an interesting thought but yeah but going back to what you said you know i i, I have to say i 100 agree i think that seattle was already has to think that they have to move on but much like much like in baltimore Pete carroll and russell wilson are tied at the hip not one can leave without the other they're either both gone or none are gone so expect a complete regime change in seattle i think soon but I'm not willing to completely give up on them just yet. They have enough fight in them. Russell Wilson is the corniest guy I've ever seen play quarterback in the NFL. And I think he truly, truly believes in the spirit of competition. He's going to put his heart out there on the line. One point game pick them. They're disrespecting Russell Wilson here. I still like the guy enough to go ahead and take him in the spot. Washington's defense, very sus, even, you know, I mean, hell, they, they, they look very lost at times, and they're without Chase Young for the rest of the year. So, you know, yeah, give me Seattle, man. Yeah. I would I'm say go, this is I'm a lot. with Seattle here as well. Um, I mean, Seattle still has all these big-time players on offense. Wait, did Jeff, wait, wait, did, wait, did Jeffrey say lock? I would say this is my lock. Oh, Seattle. I don't make locks that often because I'm never on this show that often. Jeffrey said, Jeffrey said, go into your baby daddy's bank account. Take all that shit out right now. All the child support, baby. Everything <laughs> and put it all on the Seahawks. Go ahead and start. Go ahead and start spending the money. Get you that Louis bag you've been eyeing. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't even don't even worry about the fact the baby needs diapers. Don't even, yeah, even worry man. about that right now. Don't even worry about that because you just got yourself a bag courtesy of Jeffrey Burtis. You know that diaper money, that formula money, that don't need it. money. Don't need it. it. Put it all on the motherfucking Seahawks, which is I think he, what he's gonna pick. Is that Hell your yeah. I'm, taking, I'm taking the Seahawks. You can't put enough money on his games, what he said. You can't put enough money on it, bro. Can't put enough. Tovar, are you agreeing with me? Are you, oh, are you yeah. in, that, in that mindset of, oh, the Washington football team can pull off some upset? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. I think the Seahawks can take it. It's not going to be a lock because I already did a lock this this show. But Chris, I like Chris, your, what lock, your lock. Right, what was your lock for this week? I have no idea, but I did say one. I was asking Chris, what was his lock of this week? Yeah, I actually, I'll be honest, dude. I really don't have one. Uh, nothing is nothing is really standing out to me. Nothing is just a sheer fire thing. Um, I mean, if I really had to look at it over again and just say, man, you know what? Like one of these games is I'm willing to really, really, really <laughs> tie it to. As Chris is just going through the games, he's like, hmm, what's that? What's the one? <laughs> like a mad scientist that he is. I'll be real. 
I'll be real. It's not a, it's not like a five star like fucking like just balls out, balls in the table lock, but I I'm very infatuated with that Panthers Dolphins game. Only two points. Campbell, yeah. they're super lit up about it. Robbie Anderson is playing lit. Christian McCaffrey seems to have a little extra pep in the step. That defense, even though it's beat up, seems to really want to be there now. Yeah, man, this Dolphins team ain't got shit to fucking work with. Give me the Panthers. That's that's my lot. If I'm gonna take one. All right then. We have it. We have it. The lot. We have the lot to the league, courtesy of Chris Rios, Tovar, and myself. Yeah, we got Rios with Panthers minus two, Tovar Packers, uh, minus one, and of course we have Jeff with the Seahawks. On the road Monday night plus one. So an interesting matchup, of course, an abbreviated Sunday. You know what? We've already talked about all the Sunday games, and I know we said we already picked Thursday games, but I mean, hell, it's only two more games. Hell, I mean, you already have ideas on the Bears Lions. Are y'all both on Bears? Bears. I picked the uh, Lions. To cover, or they like what was the spread? Plus three. Yeah, I'm taking them to win. I think. Mm. Okay. Can't trust the. I can't trust the. Uh, I can't trust the uh, Lions to do anything right. Hey, okay. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell can eat your kneecap or some shit like that. So <laughs> swag. I wouldn't take that uh, lightly. Um, I guess, but still not taking the Lions. They'll do anything right. Okay. Uh, what about the uh, Cowboys Raiders? Cowboys minus seven and a half. That's a shitload. It's too I high. Vegas. I Vegas to cover. Raiders to cover. Raiders to cover. That's, Damn. They... That's, that's, Chris, that is way too high. It's really it's, high. That's yeah. too high. I'm t- If it was three, I would probably say Cowboys. Like seven, not even a touchdown. The Raiders are the Raiders are better than you think, despite all the trouble the, the troubles that are going around there. Yeah, they're really missing Henry Ruggs, but Cowboys aren't going to have Amari Cooper. You're not going to have Amari Cooper. Is CD playing? He's questionable. Questionable. I, so I, I don't think he'll play. I think not, I think I'm. Yeah, you know, I don't think he's going to play. You're potentially not having your two best receivers. Zeke is hurt. Zeke is hurt. Zeke is not. 100%. And you think yeah. Michael Gallup, you think Michael Gallup's going to be enough? No, he's a classic number two receiver. And so I wouldn't be surprised if you don't have CD and Zeke is hurt, you're going to have a bad time. Here's yeah, the cool part. Sure. Here's the here's the cool part for the Cowboys though. After this game, the Cowboys gained back Amari Cooper, CD Lamb, and Demarcus Lawrence. Reinforcement, baby. Also note that the Cowboys are eight and two against the spread, the best team in the NFL. Yeah, Again. but the last two games they've lost. Against the spread. Did Wait, they, I, the last, no, 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 they did. They, they've the, lost two, uh, two of the last three. Two of the last three they did. Because they blew out the Falcons, remember? 
It blew up the oh, Falcons, yeah, and then you got yeah, your yeah, ass, yeah. you got your ass kicked by the uh, freaking Broncos. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like the only times, the only time, the only two times the Cowboys have lost the spread were these last two losses. True. So I don't know. It's a it's a complicated deal, but hey, the guys. I mean, that that that's the entire slate. That's the entire slate here for uh, Week Twelve. That's every game I got, guys. Other than that, is there anything else sports wise you guys want to talk about? Really open forum. I've got absolutely nothing except go Warriors, go Mavericks. Okay, okay. Western Conference Finals preview. I love it. I love it. I would. Lo- no, I would love it, but I have I don't hold my breath that the Mavs can hold up their end of the bargain. Uh Tovar, anything for you, man, or anything on basketball related while you already mentioned it? Uh can we talk about how much of a pussy, like ultimate pussy LeBron James is? Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Wait, first first of all, wait, first of all, wait. First of all, wait. First of all, wait. Okay. So, so the answer is no, but let me tee it up for the listeners out there who don't keep up with all these sports every day like us nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who might possibly know, you've probably seen the memes on Twitter, Instagram, yada, 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 yada. Um, but ultimately, LeBron James got into an altercation with Isaiah Stewart, a very, very shitty um, four or five uh, forward over in Detroit. I, I literally remember all I really know about him is that I watched him play a game a couple weeks ago in prime time. And it was so fucking funny. His stat line was like four turnovers, five fouls, no points and like a rebound. Like it was so bad. Like, like, like I, I thought about memeing it like on our page and stuff just to get like, you know, like joke likes and like follows and stuff. But I didn't think he'd actually end up becoming a character in the coming days. You know, it was an altercation with LeBron James off of a rebound. He ends up swinging his arm, catching Stewart in the eye. They pass by each other. They're cool. Stewart gets back to the bench, notices that he's bleeding, gets very embarrassed and starts fucking charging after LeBron and doing everything he can to show like he might want to kick his ass. Now, since then, I'm not sure how things have developed since then, but LeBron ultimately ended up getting slapped with a one-game suspension. He missed the game mm-hmm. against the Knicks. And uh, and Stewart, if I understand, is... Two. He got two games. Two games, okay. Stewart, two games. LeBron just won. Um, that is the baseline. That is the baseline for what has happened. I don't know about this pacer stuff Tovar is talking about, so I'll go ahead and pass the mic to him. Oh, I know, I know what he's talking about. But Tovar, the floor is all yours. So apparently, in overtime, they were up. Lakers were up one seventeen, one fourteen in overtime. It's like two and a half minutes remaining. And looks like LeBron pointed at two courtside fans, looked like a couple, and he got them ejected from the game. And I don't know what was said, right? I don't know what was said. And this is all speculation. You know, they could have been some racist motherfuckers. Well, it is Indiana. You stupid. That's what I'm saying. Right, you know, yeah. like coming at them like, like an I'm asshole. I'm not going to judge until I know what they're saying. But, yeah, the woman is all crying. 
like fake crying sarcastically. I'm seeing the video right yeah. now. She's oh, fake Gary, crying I, sarcastically. I'm hey, trying to hey, find hey. out what they yeah. said. Jeff, yeah. hey, Jeff, pretend I'm Las Vegas. I put the odds right now that it's a white woman at minus 200,000. Well, yeah, well you, that's an easy bet. Yes, you're right. Cash it, lock of the century. It was a, think, it was a white woman and a white male as well. Lock of yeah. the century. Lock of the century. In I'm Indiana, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bash LeBron over this because you know you don't know what was said. You know, maybe some yeah. racist like innuendo or whatever. So I'm not, I'm not gonna call him a pussy for that. I'm gonna call him a pussy for the Isaiah Stewart shit. Oh, and Chris, here's the funny thing about Isaiah Stewart. You may not have remembered, but remember when Luca got kicked uh, below the belt? Oh, my God. There's no way that was him. That was him. Damn. So he just has like a reputation for being like a fucking like ill tempered guy. Mm-hmm. Like they were talking on, uh, they were talking on first take about him. Like, Oh, you know, for the rest of Isaiah Stewart's career, he's going to be known as a guy you don't want to fuck with. He's about that action. He's about that life. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Maybe his street cred got up there. I don't know. Oh, yeah, but a real OG would know. Like, he's just fucking a real OG can smell bullshit from all the way. And I'm not saying that I'm an OG or anything like that. But, man, come on now. You let yourself get, you know, come on, man, dude. Jesus Christ, we've all seen this shit play out before. Hold me back, hold me back, hold me back. Fucking look, see me in the camera right now, guys. They'd be like, fucking guys are like this. They're like, oh, hold me back. Hey, hey, bro, hold me back. They let him go. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I don't really, oh, I don't really want to fight. Let somebody else catch me. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, hold me, oh, oh, hold me back. Like, come on show. now. It was come on show, now. He got embarrassed. He was embarrassed. Yeah, he was embarrassed. Like, here's the thing. I, if it wasn't for the blood. He probably would not have reacted that way, but the fact that like he's it drew blood. That's when pe- that's when he lost his damn mind. Now, if I had, if I tasted a little blood, I can't promise how I would react. I don't know how. I can't blame the guy for reacting the way he did because I get blood. I mean, I get hit right in the face and the elbow. I mean, I don't know how I'm gonna be how I'm gonna act. You get no you Imagine you getting hit right in the elbow. You probably want to post up. You don't care yeah. who it is. Look, look, me backing up my pussy thing on LeBron. Look, he is a pussy for not admitting to doing what he did. He intentionally is- he intentionally wanted to fuck him. Well, not fuck him up, but he he threw an elbow. He didn't know it was gonna hit his face. He might have thought he was gonna hit his chest or something. But it hit him. But you can tell that he wanted to swing his elbow. And his elbow happened to hit his eyebrow and busted him open. And he's, it's like, it's like he's saying he didn't mean it. But if he didn't mean it, why are you swinging an elbow that high? Like, you know? LeBron is not, he's not known for being a dirty player, but sometimes you can, good players make dirty plays. I think this is a case of where he made a very bad play. Mm. But and he tried apologizing for it, but at that moment, Isaiah Stewart, you ain't having it. No one's gonna have it if they get their egg busted open in the face. No one's right. gonna have it in their right mind. Right. He's like LeBron's like, I'm sorry you started you started bleeding. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart, I think, was shocked at first. And then he wanted to post up to LeBron. And he was like, oh, fuck, this is LeBron. I can't fuck with him. And then once he started walking away, he started thinking about it again in his head. And I was like, man, this motherfucker just hit me in the fucking face. Like, I'm, I'm going I'm to look like a bitch if I don't do anything. So he wanted to post up to him again, and he did that whole scene. Exactly how Chris said. Oh, hold me oh. back, hold me back, hold me back. And here's the freaky part, too. If Isaiah Stewart walks back to the bench, sits down, gets medical attention, gets stitches, gets taped up, and they, and they continue the game, LeBron gets no suspension, like at all. Yeah, like wow. they're not gonna like like they're not gonna mid game be like technical foul. The the doctors just told us he's bleeding, LeBron. That's a flagrant in an NBA. You review it. Flagrant Literally, props to Isaiah Stewart for starting shit because otherwise LeBron would have never been suspended. Knowing the, I mean. Let's be real. Let's, yeah, you're not wrong. Because that wouldn't make any sense, right? Like, if he just sat there and just took it and then just was bleeding and then got medical attention, like, what? Like, and they just continued the game and inbound the ball, like, it's over. Like, that's it. Like, you don't bring up old shit in sports. You know what I mean? Like, you got to yeah. do shit on the spot. But, you know, the funny thing about that whole situation, you know, Russell Westbrook was ready to post up. Russell Westbrook is pretty down like that. Um, no, no, to, to a fault. To a fault. The funny thing is, Russell knows better than knows to post up better than he knows how to make jump shots. Oh God, he knows how to throw his hands better than he knows how to fucking shoot a ball. That's always <laughs> been a fact. Always been yeah. a fact. Always been a fact. I, I, funny thing is though, um, even though front of the show Ryan Gunstream hates on uh, Westbrook a lot. Um, I still think he's cool. I mean, like, fuck, dude. I, I, I fuck with his character. I like him. I mean, I like him a lot. Believe it or not, I like Russell Westbrook enough to think his fashion sense is pretty fucking solid. Like, I like him that much. I think he's that cool. But, but it, um, like Isaiah Stewart, he's like, all right, I'm cool, I'm cool, and then he just goes. Once everyone gets off, he goes charging right back. At, like, I'm like, holy. Jesus Christ! They had the crazy to, part was just how he barreled people. He looked like Derrick Henry out there. He's like, bitch, maybe, bitch, bitch, maybe, stiff arm motherfucker. Like, bitch, bitch. Maybe he ought to bitch. be the running back for the de- for defensive lineman for the Detroit Lions. Hey, give Isaiah Stewart the ball. <laughs> he's, like, he's already yeah, he's already cool. in Detroit. You know, <laughs> da- Dan Campbell goes up to Isaiah at Pistons practice. He's like, hey man. Uh, you know, I just really want you. I just really think that you'd be really great running the rock, man. Uh, you know, we can shotgun some beers after Thanksgiving, man. You know, some bullshit like that. And then, you know, next thing you know, Lions go a whopping two and 15. Not even giving them only two wins. Jesus Christ, Chris. That is exponentially more than they have, Jeffrey. If anything, mathematically, my prediction made no sense. Okay, Okay, prediction. Do the Lions win any game? Do they have any wins in their future? Jeffrey's hot. Jeffrey's open forum conversation. Do the Lions win at all? Fuck. I'll 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 be honest. I drink a lot of beer. I think they do. 
<laughs> I want to know who they even have. I'm like, holy crap. Let me see if I can figure out the letter. Hey, that's, hey, that's actually a good question. Yeah, if you could pull that up, that would actually. I am going to check this schedule as soon as. Uh, Right now, it's Give so hard one. to even. It's so hard to even gauge because, dude. I mean, Tovar, you brought it up too. You're pro Dan Campbell, right? Yeah, he's the best, uh, best coach in a winless team in the history of man, history of the NFL, the history of sports. Yeah, I can't believe he has zero wins by now. In the history he's, of sports, dead ass. Like the have, history he have of like sports. two wins, to be honest. Easily. Jeff, how do you feel about Dan Campbell? I don't know if you have an opinion about him. I mean, I mean, I, even all, I, I feel bad for him because he does have heart. He does have passion for the game. It's just his team just sucks. Hey, hey, props to him though. Do y'all know that that game against the Steelers where they tied? He basically told his offensive coordinator, "Hey, piss off! I'm calling the plays." Yeah. Oh, and, right. yeah, he did that. He said, "Fuck this shit." I can't do the. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Damn man, I don't know if I can do this shit anymore, man. I'm about fucking twelve beers deep into this fucking ball game right now, man. You're gonna have to give me the headset, man. That's exactly what he said, verbatim. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they got the Bears tonight. Oh, by the way, happy Thanksgiving to both of you. Hey! Merry Christmas, guys! It's a fish. It's officially a Thanksgiving show. Hell it's yeah! Christmas. They, they got hey, the hey, hey, it really is. There's fucking no Christmas lights up in my neighborhood. It should trust me out. Go ahead, Jeff. Okay, Bears on Thanksgiving. Then the week after, Vikings at home. Oh. <laughs> then on the road to Min. On the road to Denver. Oh man. At home against the Cardinals. Man. Oh, damn. On the road against Atlanta. Okay. And on the road against Seattle and at home, Green Bay. Man. God. So they have. (laughs) So they They have. This week. I think they can win this week. This week and against the Falcons. In their last six games, they have the Vikings. The Packers and the Cardinals. Yes. Jesus fuck. All, all at home, by the way. Damn. So those are like the good ones they have. So that so if they're gonna pull it off, they gotta pull the shit off on the road. On the road against the on the road against Denver, on the road against Atlanta, and on the road against Seattle. Assuming Ooh. they can't assuming they can't get it done today. Yes, assuming. In in literally ten hours. If they're going to win any game at home, this is it. This is it, baby. I'm on the train. Let's go. Damn. So wait. Fuck. If do you think they know that? Like, do you think do you think they know that? And if they do know that, does that change your opinion on the game? No, absolutely not. Because I because Jared Goff is a liability. He's not playing. Oh, he's not playing. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, it's it's Andy it's Andy Dalton versus like David Dan Blow. Boyle. Dave, no, 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 not Blow. It's Boyle. His last name's Boyle. Oh, I thought it was Bo- Blood or whatever. No, no, no. Blau actually was their backup last year, but to this time, at least according to Lions media, 
You know, um, it's Andy Dalton versus uh, some guy named Bo Bowl. You know, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Lions to win this game. Since they're not going flipping. No fucking way. <laughs> the late night flip. I'm seeing now that I know that golf's not the quarterback, and no, and it's Andy Dalton on the bear side. Oh man, man, fuck. Maybe it is David Blum. I swear to God, I saw I saw a a post that said they had like the guy who wasn't Blum going in on it. But hey, you know what? Either way, the point is it's a backup quarterback, right? So here we are, and they're going up against Andy Dalton. I'm gonna. I mean, come I mean, on. Like Andy Dalton lines up the stat sheet. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, man. look. I'm I'm willing to ride the TCU train and give Andy Dalton a little bit of uh, a little bit of guts. I'm, this is. I want the Lions to win so badly because I'm looking at that home schedule. I'm like, you ain't beating the Vikings. You're damn sure not beating the Cardinals. You're well. You might beat the Packers depending on who they rest. But even your even the bum ass backups can beat the Lions. So come on, give their give your home fans some win. So please, please come on. Oh, I love it. I love it, and I hate it. It's so funny, man. Poor Lions, dude. I really hope they snag a win. I don't want them to be the first winless team in a seventeen game year. Well, they technically they're not going to be zero seventeen. They did tie with the Steelers. Mm -hmm. So technically, they're not. Gonna be 0 17. Yeah, so they so they'll so they'll tie for the most losses in NFL history if they don't win. Yeah, the same yeah, the same team, 0 16 Lions. And then now they got the 0 16 and 1. Wow. Dude, how how can you like touch that same level of mediocrity within like a five year span? Like you figure those are two things like like if you're gonna do something like that for a team, like 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 Jeff, like dead ass. If your Saints, or like like if your Saints <laughs> were to do that once in their lifetime, like in or in your lifetime, and it happened a second time, you would you would no like like just with having a human brain, you would have to assume that it happened like fifty years later, not five years later, right? Yes, not fifty, not five years later, Chris. I would be a very sad Saint fan if that ever happened. I'll be like, you know, I ain't gonna be, I'm gonna be hiding, I'm gonna be deleting myself on social media. Oh, that's it. I'm, I can't take this anymore. I can't take the ridicule. No, dude. No. If that happened, to, if that happened to the Cowboys, I might genuinely have to consider. Not that I would do it. I'd have to consider killing myself. Just <laughs> off of the pure principle of the fact that I've already tied myself so much to this team that like people stop me in public and they're like, oh, like you're do that fucking you're that cowboys dumbass. I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> like if I'm that guy, they're like, hey, you're that guy who fucking fucking puts his fucking balls on the table, quote unquote, for this whack ass team. Go fucking kill yourself, bro. I hate you. Right, I'm like, damn. Maybe you're right, dude. I don't think I should. <laughs> I would, I would, Tovar. I would literally hide in the shadows and never come out. I'm like, you know, um, I can't take it anymore. Same fair for life, but no, I can't take, I can't take it. 
I can't take True. the ridicule. Oh True. God, no. God, no. Uh, Imagine being a Saint fan back in the day. Yeah, I remember that. Saints would like, had Aaron Brooks and Deuce McAllister. I remember Tor- those Tovar, since I know that you're only recently on the Cowboys bandwagon, the only team you really care about is a team that's never won anything. Um oh, what if wow. the okay. I mean, I'm just being real. I mean, I love the Rangers. You know that I love the Rangers. But what if the Rangers – what if the, the baseball equivalent of going 0-16 is probably what, within 20 games? Uh, probably – What is what is the most embarrassing win total that could happen for baseball? 0-162. That's, That's fucking impossible. impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> Bro, if I pitched every single game for a team, I guarantee you I win one. Um, who had the worst record? I think Baltimore had like an abysmal record in Detroit. Yeah, I would say like 30 games. That's Wait. just so sad though. I think like cuz cuz like cuz genuinely like gener- like generally speaking losing a losing a like winning 100 is considered good, right? Losing 100 it's considered atrocious. So like you got to lose 130. I, I have to say losing 130 is just as bad as not winning a single football game. And I, I let me clear this up. I've always been a fan of the Cowboys. I've just recently been public about it. Oh, you just come out of hiding, huh? Yes, I've Fair been weather. hiding my whole time because I've Fair always hated, I've hated people like Chris before, like fans. Oh, like, like real ass motherfuckers who are like, obnoxious fans. I've always yes, I've always hated the obnoxious Cowboys not obnoxious who think that <laughs> we they can win the Super Bowl, Bowl every we year based on talent. Based on we talent didn't... alone and not and, and still thinking that a senile man like Jerry Jones senile be the GM <laughs> of a uh, yeah, Super yeah, Bowl yeah, winning yeah. football team. Look, look, man, this I is, this is Jer- it's Jerry. We're this talking about Jerry. Look, 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 We're talking about Jerry Jones, not Joe Biden, dude. He's got like way more like competence than that. Dude, like, have a conversation with Jerry Jones, and you don't know what the fuck he's talking about half the time. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I well, Dallas Cowboys. This is you see the thing. We're gonna have we're gonna have a very good football season. He never answers um, any questions, but he answers uh, all of them at the same time. This could be a very this could be a very, be a very uh, signature win for the Dallas Cowboys if they go up to Kansas City and get in that get in that victory over a, a very good football he talks team. A lot, but says hey, nothing. My Jerry impression's not that bad. It's like ah, you see, the thing is about the Dallas Cowboys is that I really think that we have the pieces together to make this happen today, and I think that. Dak Prescott is a real fine quarterback, boy. I tell you, like, he literally is just like God damn. He he thinks that oh okay, I'm from the South. No one will know what I'm talking about except for people from the South who realize that he's also saying nothing. I don't know. It is what you, it is. You, you have to drop. You have to drop a couple uhs in your um, in your yeah. in your impersonation. Uh, oh, 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 we're Jeff. Uh, uh, well, see here. Uh, we football team. Uh, uh, we like to uh, uh, play where? 
and uh, I think with Prescott and and Z, uh, uh, I believe we're a good team. Uh, uh, you gotta drop in a whole bunch of us in every sentence you make. That's Jerry Jones. <sighs> it is. It is. It is. It is. One, one last. One last note before our, on our previous day. Tovar, take a guess who had the worst winning winning percentage in a season in baseball. Uh, the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Chris. The Pittsburgh Pirates. Well, this is from 1916, the Philadelphia Athletics. Oh, pff, I never oh. would have guessed that. Yeah, their, their winning was 2, 0.235. They went 36 and 117. Damn. Wait, 36 and 117. How many games is that? It's like 150. Was that 150 something? Damn. That's so bad. Holy shit. That's he learned something new every day. Well, goddamn. All right. Well, hey, you know what? I guess we'll go ahead and wrap that up. I guess I definitely don't want to take too much more of your fellas' time. I know you have to be up um, for Thanksgiving tomorrow. But hey, guys, everybody, thank you for tuning in with us. Hammer time. Um, Thanksgiving second half episode for the Sunday and Monday games. Um, everyone out there, again, of course, follow us on Hammer Time underscore podcast on Instagram or me. And submit your questions, comments, solicitations to at Rio Stunton on Instagram or Twitter, and uh, I will get back to you immediately. Other than that, though, I like to appreciate the fact that Jose Tovar is back here on the mix and consistently keeping with the show, approaching 100 picks. And Jeff is back here, coming off platform, going crossover show for us from the Let's Just Talk About podcast. Appreciate you, Jeff. Appreciate you, Tovar. And man, holy fuck, you guys all have a happy Thanksgiving, no matter how much or how little you give a shit about the holiday. Regardless, Tovar, I said we meet up at the bar tomorrow and go have a blast because it's going to be popping. Popping. Yeah. Popping. Bars poppin'. are even open. Oh, absolutely they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely they are. But other than that, guys, seriously, though, I love you all. Appreciate you, everyone. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Stick with us. Promote the show. Um, This shit is going to get bigger and realer whenever sports gambling becomes legal in Texas. I appreciate every single one of the listeners, whether we have 20 listens to a show, 200 listens to a show, 1,000 listens to a show, whatever it is. I appreciate everyone who's out there doing everything they can to support. I really, really thank you all. You all have a happy Thanksgiving.